Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Need to go to. <laughs> oh, so this pulls it. All right, so I think we were saying earlier. Instead of saying something offensive, yes. I just, you know, yeah. said something offensive. So, yeah. <laughs> like, it's really hard to tell racist jokes nowadays, right? Yeah. So, not that you should tell racist jokes, Joe Rogan, but, like, say, hypothetically, we're all trying to make an Uber Eats order, right? And Doc wants to order Popeyes. Yeah. There's an offensive joke in there. There, there is a joke, but, but instead, but yes. instead of it saying is. the offensive joke, you just say offensive joke. Yes. yes. Yeah. So you pick I get it. Yes. I get it. I get it. Yes. I get it. I get it. Yes. I picked it up earlier. When, what did you say? Nothing offensive. Something offensive. Something offensive. Yeah, offensive. That's instead of said, saying something you. offensive, you just say something, something offensive. offensive. Which is what I should have done in the beginning, but instead I chose to fuck up the feng shui. Anyway, we ride back into it. Shout out Audrey 3000. But I feel like you gotta practice doing that. People are just so used to being actually saying the offensive thing that like they don't realize that they're doing it. Allah, five minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just came to my brain and I was like, oh wow, that's fucked up. Can you imagine that now, like somebody on like a a, a Real Housewives show? And, like, instead of just falling right for the bait, they just stop there. They're just like, you know what? I'm gonna have a black joke right here. I like to imagine it more as they still tell the joke, but then, like, ABC or whoever shows, like, Real Housewives just kind of, like, cuts into it with a blur out that says something offensive. You know, that reminds me. All right, so the, the episode of South Park where they show, where they were supposed to show Muhammad, Exactly, right? like that. But the episode <laughs> of South Park where they were supposed to show Muhammad. When they blacked out and said Comedy Central wouldn't show Muhammad, I thought that was trademark trademark. I did too. And I I, yes. I lost it. I, I was like, this is fucking hilarious. I didn't, I didn't realize until after that they were really going to show Muhammad. Yeah, no, I totally believe they would have. They went to the fucking what? What is it? The Oscars? High on acid and in dresses? Like those two dudes would totally show Muhammad, even though. Even though Comedy Central had been threatened with I think it was way funnier that they did it. Like, I, I lost it when the screen went black. I was like, this is... I was like, this is next level trolling. Yeah. Top but really, two. it wasn't next level trolling. It was getting stuck it to by the man, which is lame. I mean, not punk rock. It would have been next level trolling had they had done it that way. And I feel like they should have just done it that way because they knew they knew what was going to happen. Like, Comedy Central had already pulled two episodes because of pressure. Uh, the Tom Cruise in the Closet episode. Oh, Wait, yeah. they pulled that one? Yeah, no, they don't ever show that episode on huh. TV. I didn't even realize that. Um, and God, there's another one. I can't remember which one it is, but... Scientology episode. Is it the Scientology yeah. episode? Isn't that also it, Tom No, it's, Cruise? it's the, uh, yeah, yeah, it is also it's Tom Cruise. It's Tom Cruise. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Mom, Tom Cruise won't come out of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> How many people ended up in that closet? Wasn't it, like, fucking, like, ten people? <laughs> <laughs> and then oh R. Kelly said, you wouldn't get out of the closet because 
Time. I pull out my gun. <laughs> I'm gonna come out the closet. <laughs> I just remember, oh, like, the other shit. episode I think of when I think of R. Kelly is the, uh, the Napster episode, and it's because of you. These celebrities get to live in only semi-mega luxury. Oh, yeah, where they shitted on Metallica and fucking Missy Elliott. Yeah. And complaining about people downloading that shit. And here we are, Kanye wants people to pay $200 for his new album. That way they're not downloading it. You just got, like, sick with the, with the word Kanye was mentioned. Fish sticks in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. It's a through line right there. Yeah. <laughs> all right, everybody. Um, I mean, listen, listen. Asking people to pay two hundred dollars for your album. I mean, well, clearly he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, for more than one example, this man is fucking. He's a lunatic. Is there any album you would pay two hundred dollars for? Not a single one. <laughs> Not a single one in today's world, no. Is there a concert you would pay $200? Uh, somebody you would pay $200 to go see? Absolutely. I would, yeah. Nate? Um, I mean, I on Tuesday, I almost bought a $200 floor ticket to go see Tool. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now I'm... Now I'm I, would spend two, I would spend $200 on that. On a Tool? Man. On a tool to go no, see I know, tool. To go see tool. <laughs> right, listen. Listen. I've put the, way the, more the money chili. into a tool. Alright, no, 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 on the musical how about genius, let's, let's right? play this game. I just I don't know what the live shows is like. No, no, this, expensive. Yeah. Yeah. You and I is love live shows. Yes, right? absolutely. It's, all right, and, all right, everybody, so let's just get this out of the way real quick. We are rising up and crashing through. This is Doc Ziggy with the flood. Give your death threats to 140 characters or less. This is Ziggy, this is Doc. With the pop perspective, putting culture in contact, making the mainstream make sense, we have our friend and guest here, <laughs> Renner. Damn, yo, you really, you really like racehorse that. That was like, so bad. <laughs> yeah, like auctioneered that. <laughs> like, Do you need a sip of water after all that? No, nah, I'm good. Right, because I'm, I'm good. Cotton mouth like muscle. I'm good. <laughs> anyway, like I said, we have my longtime friend here, Renner. She is an OG. We were just saying, you and I, we've been to a lot of shows. Yeah. Shows are super important to us. They're yes. like those highlight things. Let's yeah, play a absolutely. more fun game. Okay, so okay. You keep, know keep going up and we'll say if there's an, a, a band that we would pay that price for. You were at 200, yeah. At 200. Well, 200, yes, okay. absolutely, 100%. Actually, I've also paid 200 to go see Ozzy. Damn. Yeah. Okay, okay, so. So 200, you're like, We've already hit. We're already at that. We're already at two hundred. Uh, Hozier was selling tickets for. Was 200. it a one-day show? Was that like? Yes, a... it was. Damn. It was like it wasn't a festival. Shit. Nothing. Shit. I've also paid less than two hundred to go to a Listen. festival for three days. Yep. Yeah. That's see, that's, that's the part that's like crazy to All me. All right, right, keep going, keep it's... going, keep going. Okay. Um. So like, okay, let's say like six hundred, right? Like, who would you go see for six hundred? financial advisor. Right. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just like, it's crazy. Is there a three-band lineup that you would pay $600 to see? A three-band lineup. Ooh, how about you go first while I think about it? The answer is yes. Yeah, okay, yes, yes, there is. There's definitely a three- I just don't There's definitely a three-act lineup that are, I would pay $600 to see. Are all of the bands still active or alive? Um, yes. Okay. And if you give me one, I would pay a lot more than 600 if you'd let me see dead people. <laughs> Fair, that's okay, true. Okay, hold on, wait. Yes. I think I would pay more than $600 to see dead people. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, 
So Jake. 600 people that, that are still alive. Uh, and I'm gonna try to make this as like a cohesive show. Um, so I would want to see... Exactly, it's really hard once you're yeah. thinking about it. I would like, want, I'm trying to think. That's a lot of fucking money. I would, all right, so... That's a lot of fucking I'd pay money. it, but I would have to love every single band that was playing. And every single second of this event, right? Like... That's just getting greedy. For $600? I would want to see... Listen, Queens of the saying, Stone Age. I knew you were going to say Google. that. I, I haven't seen them yet. I also so. assumed you'd say the Strokes again. Um... Uh, no, I'm already going to pay $200 plus for the strokes and the chili peppers, so that's fine. What? The one in September that you were telling me about? Yeah. Uh, also, I've already seen the strokes, so I'm going to try to, like, hit, like, I think there's only one band I would put on this bill that I would want to see a, a repeat of, and I think I would, I'm trying to go for cohesion here. Okay. So I want, I think I want to see Queens of the Stone Age. Okay. I think I want to see Foo Fighters with special mm -hmm. guest Chris Novoselic. Okay. You know, you know who Chris Novoselic is. Do. Yeah. Which means that I would also want the bass player from Nirvana. Oh. Okay. <laughs> which means that I would want John or Josh from uh, Queens of Stone Age to then come out and then perform Nirvana songs. And that's that's still so, only no, two I acts. Just, I'm peeping how you've set the show up in your head already. Right? Yeah. And I, I appreciate that for $600. Right? <laughs> and, um... Okay. Also, with a guest appearance from John Paul Jones of Led Zeppelin, to then do three Crooked Vultures, because then you have Dave Grohl, Josh Hom, and boom, you get another and boom. You get like we're, we're dropping like this is a rock show, and we're having people come out like it's fucking hip hop yeah. features. And this is only the first two. And right, I'm like, who's the closing act here? Who's the headliner? That's what I'm saying. To this yeah. shit. Just because I didn't hear them perform my favorite song in person, The Smashing Pumpkins. Mm, okay. That's the band that you would repeat see. Yes, because I don't think they performed my favorite song when I saw them live. My favorite song, by the way, I found out is my favorite song when I was in the presence of this person right here. Yep, it was hey. me. We, it was what? It was Still. probably like 3 a.m. on our way to Taco Bell. All right, so this is story time. This is some story time. <laughs> so this was in 2011. It was like 3 a.m. on the way to Taco Bell. I had just gotten out of the psych ward after a car accident. Two car accidents. Two car accidents. That's a setup. Two car accidents in three days. What? Yeah. Two car accidents in three days. What's your life like? <laughs> I was in like a dark spot because I just got out of the psych ward and had two car accidents in three days. Three days, right. Understandable. You know, that's a little And tough. like wasn't really hanging out with anybody right. except for Brenner, who was there for me. She checked on me. She even went to my mom's house and was like, is that okay? Hey, listen, homies being homies. Yeah. You gotta realist, realist the homies here. Okay. And then like this song came on and I just cranked it up and I was just rocking the fuck out. And I told Brenner, I was like, I've never had a song made me feel the way that that song just made me feel right now. That is my favorite song. And it's been like that ever since. Yup. That's magical. That's like your Pixar opener right there. When <laughs> like you wake up out of bed, that's the song that comes on. Yep. <laughs> that's your anime opener. Is no, my opener? anime opener is a song by the song. I've thought about that. It's my, it's, <laughs> it's not, it's my favorite song, but it's not my theme song. Ah, uh, okay. No, that's fair. They can be different. Those can totally yeah. be different. 
my my theme song is "You Only Live Once" by The Strokes, and I and, and I tell people I'm just like, look, if you just imagine me like walking down the street and this playing, tell me if it doesn't fit. Like if you were in a movie, just walking down the sidewalk in New York, that's what we'd yeah. be playing. Yeah. See, I was thinking like '90s like sitcom opener type shit, like you know, All in the Family, uh, Full House type shit. Mine would definitely be "Today Was a Good Day" by Ice. Great right, like, <laughs> That's how my 90s sitcom would open. <laughs> Me open in the blinds, crack in the 40s. <laughs> I got kids, there's no way I'm cracking the 40 first thing in the morning. <laughs> oh, baby. We won't you know there's that. no positive male role models, female role models in these movies. Oh, shout out to the Wayne. Yeah. The Wayne's family. Wayne's family. Anyway, that's a that's that's what a, a, a show I would pay six hundred dollars. You know, I feel like you. What did. about you? Six hundred dollars. Oh, you had time God. to think about yours. Oh fuck, I did, but I was so busy listening to you talk that I forgot to think about mine. I totally feel like he didn't name his favorite song though. No, like he told that <laughs> no, he whole didn't story. Oh, okay, oh, okay, oh, okay, okay, yeah. My favorite song is "Stand Inside Your Love" by Spatchy Pumpkins. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Stand Inside Your Love by Spatchy Pumpkins. It's got like everything I want in music. I feel like you have to play at least like five seconds of it and we'll just risk like getting copyright struck. We'll take it out later. There goes our NPR sponsorship. <laughs> so, your show, $600. Okay, so Ozzy was an amazing show and I love Black Sabbath and I listen to them every day. I would 100% <laughs> Go see them again. Absolutely. So she's doing the same thing. She's taking Ozzy gets gets Sabbath Ozzy crossover. Yes. Boom. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Naturally. And I mean, you know, he's gonna perform Sabbath songs even if he's just Ozzy. Ozzy. Even if he's just Ozzy, which he did. You know, and it yeah. was a great show. Except right. Ozzy now is an old man, right? Right. Okay. How so how is that? How is old man Ozzy? Old man Ozzy. <laughs> okay. So of course everybody knows that he can't talk coherently. No. Exactly. He had a great life. <laughs> He had a great life and his brain is mush, but so now he's old, so when he got on stage, it was... What's this crazy train sound like? Crazy train was great. I have a video of it. Okay. Um, a lot of graphics yeah. on the screen in the back, but also, like, his one go-to move was standing there, like, rocking back and forth and, like, getting the whole crowd to, like, <laughs> yeah. clap their hands above yeah. their head because he's old. That's the only move yeah. he can do. I'm and he did that the me. entire time. Okay, but it was great. <laughs> like, like it was like, he's so old, he's a toddler again. And yeah. I loved it. You know who was great at commanding the crowd? And I actually, like, a lot of people get, like, oohs and ahs when I say this now. Mitch Luker was great at commanding the crowd. From? Suicide Silence. Oh. I'm glad you hmm. Interesting. Yeah. He would get, like, this weird, like, bird pose like this. Yeah. Like, put his arms out and then just, like, go... Like this, yeah. <laughs> it was wild. Like everybody would just get super hyped. Suicide Silence yeah. is really, really That's good. It's better than the standing jumping jack clap. <laughs> and um, my okay. doctor said this is good physical. Therapy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? I'm gonna break a hip. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I then so much heroin, I can't move. <laughs> and then, and then the two others, like I was saying earlier, like Hozier. I love Hozier. Okay. Special place in my heart, just lots of memories to those okay. songs. I would definitely go pay 200 to see him. Like his songs make me feel something in my soul. Mm, and that's yes, music yeah, that's, absolutely. Yeah. And um, obviously, I'm not going for uh, coherency within the yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but so Hozier, and then 
Honestly, I'd really love to see Limp Biscuit. I was literally <laughs> just thinking. I was just thinking. I was like, she's I'm with it. She's gonna say Limp Biscuit. I'm with <laughs> it. I was like, uh, I'd love to go see them. So you'd pay six hundred dollars for that? Yes. Uh, yes, I would. All day long. All right. Is there? Listen, yes. you hand me a Limp Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> I've said this before on the pod. I will Limp say Biscuit that there, is there is a underrated. There is yes. a there is a versus battle that I would pay. Five hundred dollars to see. Actually, that's a lie. I'd probably just pay five hundred dollars to see one of them. Limp Biscuit versus who? No, not Limp Biscuit. Oh come on. A versus, and I—I I don't mean like a straight up the way versus does versus. I mean I want like bar for bar freestyle rap too, because we know. Like so Wild you want to Lupe, Lupe and Kendrick, because we know Lupe has that bone to pick Ooh. because Lupe's. Because Kendrick stole that aesthetic from stole it from Lupe, who stole it from you. That would be heat. That would be heat, though. Lupe versus Kendrick in a versus battle. But you like want them a to real actually, battle. You want them to actually battle, though. But like rumor around the industry is that Kendrick, I'm not gonna say he's trash at freestyling, but he got uh, there's a video on the internet of him getting heat, like totally like eaten in a battle. I can't remember who. His opponent was though. Anyone? Um, <laughs> you were talking about a Pulitzer Prize winning rapper. <laughs> Pulitzer Prize winner. <laughs> I feel like he is the only rapper to have ever won he is a Pulitzer Prize. The only Prize. rapper to ever have won a Pulitzer Prize. Eminem holds the world record for the most words said in yeah. like a minute. Is it a minute? Um, I think he's got the record for just most words used in. Uh, like like different words, yeah. Like individual words, yeah. yeah. Used in under like a minute, I think it was what it was. Um, and Kendrick is the only rapper to have ever won a Pulitzer Prize, and I just feel like that, that's, that's just a, a huge weird poli- yeah. I feel like that's yeah, a weird polarization, that. right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Kendrick legit has a Pulitzer Prize. So when I say like he's when I'm like he's really fucking smart. Now I'm also thinking I'm like. If we get to include dead people, do we get to like prorate it per each dead person? Or do oh, we get like. Oh, like individually? Yeah. Of, like the whole group? Yeah, so like if you want to see like Leonard Skinner, the original Leonard Skinner, you'd have to pay like an extra four grand. Bradley Dole? Yeah. I'm all about it. Mm hmm. Wu Tang Outcast. I can't think of who the third person would be, or the third group. Doesn't that D12? Did you say D12? Nah. Nah. It doesn't have to be coherent. No. Nah. Mine, mine wasn't. No. Hell no. Can I say the whole Rockefeller lineup? <laughs> <laughs> like a Rockefeller reunion? Because <laughs> that would make it worth $600 for me. If it was a whole Rockefeller reunion, right? Like Jay-Z, Cameron, all the Dipset was there, Beanie Siegel, right? You had Freeway, all of them. Right, like we had all of that going on. So we were going with three acts, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Those were the rules. I know. The boundaries. I know, but we just were like three acts. So let me just. That's a lot of money, y'all. It is. So what makes it worth it to you? Having that's the whole lineup? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Cause rap is different, right? Like with bands, y'all got like there's multiple people included in there. I feel like if I include all right. So how much would you pay to see a dead person? Mm. What dead person? Right. 
Depends on which dead person. Some people matter more to me. All right, so are we gonna make like a dead people? All right, I'm gonna get a piece of paper. We're gonna make like a tier list of dead people. No, what? Why is it get? You said a tier list? A tier list of dead people. Oh, tier. T-I-E-R. T-I-E-R. Not like in the shape of a teardrop because they're dead. I can do that. Pour it out. All right, so we're gonna say we have your your S, your A, your B, C, D, E and trash tier. Um, people can you can suggest celebrities. I will determine their tier as grand arbiter here, because I am the who hold the sharpie. Celebrities that we would pay to see in a concert. Yeah, and then I have to. Well, like yes. What are the letters? S A B C D E and trash. Why are those the letters? It's just the tier. List. It's the tier it's list. It's an internet meme thing. Oh, it, okay. Yeah, I'm a, so not hip. No. It's Think a, about it like grading in high school or college. Yeah, yeah, it went A, B, C, D, E. And then S for super satisfactory. Yeah, I a... frank complete. <laughs> I, I saw those more than S's. <laughs> All right, so I am the grand arbiter of celebrity. Because somehow in the recording of the podcast, I find a way to usurp power somehow. Always. <laughs> the people Just that we like said we'd see if we if it that we'd bring back from the dead to see. Yeah. Well, obviously, I already listened to Bradley Noel. Bradley Noel, I'd say, is like a C. Bradley Noel is like a C. Oh, you get to rate them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now I see where the where the yeah. catch is. Yep. So I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna say Bradley. Well, no, we have to have the trash tier and the S tier established first before I can actually set a price parameter. Okay, well, so Bradley Knoll is straight in the middle. He's, he's, straight, he's straight in the middle. Straight C. That is dead center. You're rating dead people as trash? Yeah. <laughs> that feels so disrespectful. <laughs> so I'm just going to be like, I'm just going to throw somebody off the head and you're going to be like, oh no, they were trash. I mean, you're gonna, if you go up to me and you're just like, you know what, I want to see like Gigi Allen. I'd be like, all right, Gigi Allen, trash cheer. Like, he's trying to get he'd probably think that is, that's his game plan. <laughs> he'd probably think that is an honor. Gigi Allen, all right, there we go. Gigi Allen is a trash cheer. He is gutter punk. It's only in his... Just write the name. You keep sure. trying. Just write it down. That's your person. Who's your person? And Hitler, also trash cheap. Not Who's a musician. Who's paying money to see Hitler in concert? Not right. Hey. Okay. <laughs> just listen. I feel like that speaks volumes to things that are more concerning than the like tier list of dead celebrities. All right. Anyway, on the tier list of dead celebrities, uh, who would you want to see in concert? James Brown. Is he dead? Yes. James Brown, I will say, is definitely a tier. Am I thinking of the right person? <laughs> James Brown? Yeah. Yeah, well, I just I'm sure. Said, well, I just said, is he dead? So yeah, like, yes. yeah, I'm almost certain James oh Brown my is God. dead. Oh, James Brown is definitely dead. <laughs> I feel like James Brown died forever ago. Yeah, he was definitely like, is dead. I was like, <laughs> OK. See, you said A, and I thought it went to the top. I don't understand. No, S. S is S is the top. Super satisfactory. Super God satisfactory. Yes. S tier. God tier. Tier zero. I don't know. You can choose. Dan, who would you put in God tier so we know how our people are getting ranked? Thank you. You gave us trash. Now give us the top. Is it Prince? Is Prince at the top? Yeah. That's, really? That's, that's a really good one. Really? I was going to okay. say Prince. No, Prince, is... Prince and I have the same birthday. Prince, Prince, Freddie Mercury, like... Freddie Mercury, yes. 
S Prince. I as a as an unbiased one, Freddie Mercury, I would say would be an S. I mean, Freddie Mercury, I can agree, goes up there. What should what should be for Prince though? I mean, I would say Prince is also an S tier. I, mean, I wasn't I, talking to you. I was talking to yeah, like, <laughs> I don't have beef. I mean, I never met him. I ain't got no, beef with him, but okay, like okay. <laughs> Uh, just I'm not, not into it. Not, not into fan. it. Not, not a fan. fan. But you're but Freddie Mercury though. I feel like they're not too far from each other, right? Like Prince and Freddie Mercury's like musical. Aesthetic. No, not really. I mean, they might not be. I've never sat down. They both. And listened I'm not, 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 not bullying you. I'm just there's a non-zero Prince. chance they <laughs> may or may not have both slept with David Bowie. Like <laughs> also up there on the top. Yes. <laughs> what are those people that come and knock on your door? Jehovah's Witness. Yes, yes, he was a Jehovah's Witness. But I feel like Prince would be like, yes, mine and David's spirits have danced together before. Like, that shit always, nah, no. But it always blows me, right? Not, not literally blows me, but like, it blows my mind that the dude who came out on stage in like assless chaps and like grinded on like the microphone and shit like that is a fucking Jehovah's Witness, <laughs> right? Fucking Michael in them, right? Like the Jackson family and all yeah. them, they were Jehovah's Witnesses. Were they? Right, yeah, because they, they grew up in the same town, uh, Michael and Prince, right? Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, Gary, Indiana or whatever, right? So yeah. they might not have grown up like next Together, door from each yeah. other, but yeah. No, and uh, a lot of a lot of the people out there are fucking Jehovah's Witnesses. All right, I have a lineup with, with a four-group lineup with three dead people, and I think I would probably say I would spend $2,000 seeing $2, I think there is a there is a four band lineup that consists of For three dead brands. people that I would see. This heavy. The Seattle Big Four. Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, Nirvana, Dude. and Pearl Jam. I saw Soundgarden three days before Chris Cornell died. Oof. Three days. And honestly, it was at the end of a festival, so I sat all the way in the back on a on a blanket because I was like, I am too tired to go watch them, actually. So I'm just gonna sit back here and listen. I actually regrets. 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 Yes, I regretted that shit. So I actually <laughs> saw Soundgarden at the end of a one-day festival. The festival nor formerly known as the Chili Cook-Off. Oh, okay. It was the year that they stopped serving chili. Why did they stop selling chili at the Chili Cook-Off? I don't know. So that's why I call it the festival formerly known as the Chili Cook-Off. Uh, funny enough, the last year that they did the festival, I believe. I think Soundgarden was the last year. But uh, Kenny and I actually like fought our way to, we got to the front. So um, we were on uh, house right, maybe three rows of people uh, beyond the speaker. Mm -hmm. So you know the angle that I'm yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 I do. Cool. Got hammered by a lot of bass, but... Oh, I'm sure. But worth it. <laughs> but worth it. How close were you standing next to the speakers? Well, we were like three rows from the guardrail, and the guardrail was like, what, like probably 15, 20 feet, typically uh, from the yeah. uh, speaker? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's why I can't hear it for shit! <laughs> this tinnitus. Oh, constant. Constant. Yeah. Constant. I remember exactly when I got tinnitus, too, and it wasn't from a concert. No? No, remember? It was from gunshots. But I was like, gunshots? I feel... I have so many so, gaps in my memory. We, we had guns no, this at one was, point. Damn, hold on. We might have to take a break for a second. We'll take a quick break yeah. because the baby be crying. <laughs> 
those obscure references, I knew I wouldn't understand. No, it's an anime reference. It's an anime. Exactly. My whole is campaign. Is anime obscure at this point, though? To no, it, it's really. It's, yeah. it's, it's, all right, so like, there's a couple of everything smart. is relevant. I'm like Patrick. I live under a rock. Uh, don't do that to yourself. <laughs> you just have different interests than everybody else, right? That's like every time I ask people for good books to read, everybody's like, you read books, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> books make you smart. Listen, listen. I'm not. I'm not digging for sympathy here. I'm just saying. Every time I'm looking for new like reading material, I'm like. I just gotta go shooting in the fucking dark, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to rely on the internet. Yeah. On the same way. But as you were upstairs taking care of the baby, not the baby, the baby. The baby. The baby Daffy. I said that I would probably pay $2,000 to see the Seattle Big Four grunge bands of Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains, and Soundgarden with their original singers, three of the four whom are now deceased. I, if you prorate yeah. that at average per dead person, I could, that's I could like, see why that would be yeah. 2,000. Yeah, um, I agreed with him. I did. That's heavy. Uh, listen. $2,000 for a concert. Would you pay $2,000 to see Tupac? Brought back from the dead. Yes. And cleaned up a little. Not hologram. Are we talking like Cinderella style, like he's only here for 24 hours and then he turns back into a pumpkin type shit? He's not a carrion, he, he's not a carcass brought back to life. Like no zombie, like it's really him for the show and then after the show he's go he might do a meet and greet. I feel For like 3,000, but after that three, he's gone. Damn, you gonna charge me an extra grand for a meet and greet? That's heavy. Um, listen, nah, okay. Three, yeah, get, three yeah. grand for a meet and greet, but but the, the it's it's like a re it's like a real meet and greet. It's like it's like 20 people instead yeah. of like 200 line. Oh, you get to shake his hand and get a picture yeah. with. It's, it's like a legit like, meet. Like you get to hang out with Tupac maybe one on one for yeah. like three minutes. Right. Yeah. Three. I, I get three minutes for three. The damn, a thousand dollars for three minutes. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Yeah. Is it worth it to you? No. Yeah. No. It would. It would be worth. Two thousand would be worth. For the show, not yeah, the meeting. Yeah, not the meeting. Okay. I'm going for the show. Okay. Like, yeah, listen, I don't never meet your heroes. <laughs> <laughs> I meet this nigga for three minutes and he says something hateful about gay people and I gotta live with that for the rest of my life, right? There. <laughs> Meanwhile, your daughter's like, he did say Tupac was his hero. <laughs> and damn homophobic baby got me upstairs just now. So $2,000 to see Tupac? Yeah, no, I would. But just one. We got, we got, we got a whole lineup. Right, right. And I got you do two grand for one. <laughs> That's heavy. I feel like it's worth it though. No, I mean, listen, my son has Tupac's birthday, and I, I like. That's realistically, my all time. realistically, no, I would you. like if they did. I said that if like, I got I to see them, my son having Tupac's birthday, it just happened that way. <laughs> if, if I could get to see them do. Never mind in Utero straight through. I would probably pay two thousand to see Nirvana by themselves. Just to be fair. Yeah, I would alright, I would pay two thousand to see Nirvana by themselves. But so that's okay. what I'm saying is that like I loved Nirvana when I was younger and now that I've like grown up and listened to more music 
understand just what you do when you're younger. I'm like, mm, they're actually like not that good. Just like the music. Beatles, like the hey. Beatles were great in their day, in but now the Beatles. Like I, I just feel like for what it was, it's like that's what you had, right? So when you just have the Beatles, of course the Beatles are great. Yeah. But as I brought up to him, at the same time the Beatles was cranking off, so was Motown, right? Yes. And yes. You had all that Motown I, I, shit, and I I'm like, try to take. Put, honestly, I like Motown music more than I like the Beatles. Because I'm like, when you put the Beatles up against some of the James Brown, hold on, Browns hold on. I'm like saying that, about Nirvana. So with Nirvana, with Nirvana specifically, I go back. I try to go back like once a year and listen to Nevermind. Just, just front to back, just never mind. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I'm like you. I'm like, yeah, you know, Nervana. Like, I listened to that a lot growing up. But then you listen to Nevermind, and you're just like, this is a really fucking good record. You just, it's like, that's one of those you just have to go like Illmatic. You have to go back and listen to Illmatic every now and then, and just be like, this is a really fucking good record. What's your favorite track off of Nevermind? Off Nevermind. <sighs> Lithium. Yeah. Honestly, I think I'd rather pay that money to go see Fleetwood Mac than I would Nirvana. Damn. Well, there you go. Yeah. And I still wouldn't pay that to go see Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac. Mac. Also, nobody's dead. I mean, they're functionally dead to each other. <laughs> Crucial. Oh, man. The bag to get them on stage together it yeah. cannot be yeah. big enough. Graham won't do it. They've tried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two grand probably. Yes. If I get, if I got all four, I'd pay two grand. But yeah. just, just Nirvana, I would pay two grand. I think Nirvana, just because of like the 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 rock mythos and history attached to that band specifically. That's fair. I would, but that's also just because I'm a music nerd. Yeah. How much are you going to pay to see the Red Hot Chili? You're going to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers, right? I mean, I guess. I liked him a lot when I was younger. Was, mm, but, you know, go. and then also, I don't think, and this goes for more than just, you know, Red Hot Chili Peppers, but once once musicians get clean, their music goes downhill. Ooh. Also a hill I'm willing to die on. <laughs> Unlike those musicians. You know what's funny with the Chili Peppers specifically? Is we both read Anthony Kiedis' autobiography. Their Love best out, their best yes. their best music came when he was sober. That, ah. Remember he jumped off the bandwagon, then they made then he made um Off the bandwagon means he's not sober. Yeah, no, he jumped off the he jumped off the wagon and then he made the album with Navarro, right? Mm -hmm. And all of their like crazy super ridiculous funk stuff with Hillel. Yeah. That was all when he was fucked up on like heroin and shit like that. Yeah. Then like Mother's Milk and uh, Blood Sugar. When he was clean, when Frashante was in the band. Okay, Blood Sugar is really Now it's arguable that the uh, band hasn't had good music since Frashante got clean. Yeah. Stadium Arcadium was garbage. You didn't like anything on that album? No. No, I really didn't. Nothing? And nothing since then. Uh, no, really uh, haven't. Well, they haven't had John Frusciante since then. Now John Frusciante is back. Did you hear their new solo? Or their new single? No, I didn't even know they had one because I stopped following them because I stopped liking it. Hey, we talked about it on this podcast. <laughs> 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 I was excited so, for them. They're one of so. So let's get them to shoot up some dope, and I'll totally watch mm, them on stage. I'd feel terrible for doing it. But, 
Two grand. I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish the same thing worked in the hip hop, right? Because Lil Wayne ain't been the same since he started drinking lean again. Mm. Kanye West has been all kinds of crazy since he's been back on the coke. <laughs> Stop taking his uh, his uh, his bipolar meds, right? He's like Soprano. Started skiing. Yeah, his Instagram proved that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that man is definitely um, coke erratic, yo. <laughs> like, there's nothing else. There's no kind of ADHD in the world, <laughs> right? Are you sure it's not just just mental illness? I mean, listen, uh, Rick James said cocaine is a hell of a drug, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's up there. Like, a cocaine addiction might be, isn't cocaine... Uh, or is an addiction a mental illness, <laughs> right? Or not a mental illness, but an illness. And well, yeah, they say addiction is a disease, so, so I there guess we it's go. an illness. Yeah, yep. So Kanye's out here like name one genius who went crazy. <laughs> two hundred dollars, B. I'm gonna make him pay two hundred dollars for Donda too. That's definitely a coke idea, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, fair. The fastest way to go bankrupt is to have nobody buy anything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a musical genius. They'll do it. They'll buy the fucking stem player. Oh my god, Joe. Like, why? Meanwhile, you we already got sent Donda 2. I didn't listen to it. But we got sent Donda 2. Is there a rock music equivalent to that? Like kind of a stunt, like two hundred dollars for an album where you gotta buy like a a like specific piece of like audio equipment to listen to the shit. I feel like there has to be actually right? be. with bands. I feel like, like I've even heard there. about something like this. Well, I know like Tool, like, like that sounds like something Tool would Apple do. Music or Spotify or anything right. for like a long time. Yeah, like, if you wanted to listen to it, you had to go buy their album. Yeah, so I mean like. That's, yeah, that's essentially stream. what he's doing. They right? stream, but, but so if you go to Best Buy and buy their CD, what is it? But the, the thing right. is, is like Kanye is like trying to Definitely like retroactively really do it. Where Tool from the beginning was like, these streaming services are a thing. We're not going to give you our yeah. music. It was it like a stance. Be. Yeah. Yeah. It's where Kanye is. Kanye I is, mean, it makes sense when you look at like the rates that they get yeah. paid per stream, right? It's like fucking half pennies on the dollar. Well, that's know? what they do yeah. to everybody, yeah. not just right. musicians. Yeah. Well, fair, right? That happens to me. That happens to you. Like, yeah. it's not just musicians. Yeah. I mean, they're just famous, so they can pout bigger. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even say that they could pout bigger. People just pay attention when they pout, right? Yeah. Because yeah. like we all out here, like, hey, yo, why hasn't my like salary going up? Yeah, like, exactly. And so they're like, well, I want two hundred dollars for this album uh, from the people that only make you know eleven fifty right, an hour. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, who the fuck is so, paying that, yeah. Kanye? Like, you really think the we rich had Kanye's number one fan on here last week, and he said he wasn't gonna pay it. I don't want to know how much that dude's salary is, but I'm just saying, like, anybody down here with me and you is not paying 200 fucking dollars for MP3 device that we're only going to use to listen to Kanye's album? What the fuck? Like, that doesn't make any sense. That makes no sense. It's a terrible marketing strategy. Like... That's what Apple did, though, when they took the, the headphone jack out of the phones. I mean, they kind of debuted <laughs> that shit, though, right? They were like, what the fuck are you going to do? Stop buying iPhones? Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I... I'll wait for this Kanye shit to get leaked. <laughs> 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 
I wasn't gonna wait for a leaked iPhone, yeah. right? It was like, go ahead, buy another phone. <laughs> <Dare> you. <laughs> and then Samsung was like, you know what? I think we're gonna get rid of our headphone jack. Oh, too. they did it too? Yeah, yes, they fucking did. Ain't no headphone jack on that bitch. Lemmings. Yeah. I was just like, why? Why? Why the fuck? Oh, it's wasteful. We're getting rid of, we're not giving you like charger ends anymore either. You can buy those off of our fucking website for, I don't know, what, like $10 for a little block. You joke, but I almost bought an end table that was like, the whole thing was a wireless charging pad. Like, oh, cool. Yeah, you know, I touch a modder in this website that I go on to window shop when I imagine that I could like buy rich people yeah, things. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they had it, but it was only like $280, right? For like this nice looking end table. That's that hateful. Whole... No, no, right? Like. I'm like, $280 for an end table that comes with its own light and the whole thing is a wireless charging pad? Like, I was like, I might, I might spoil myself, right? <laughs> but I ended up deciding to go with a bigger TV. <laughs> I was about to say, you went with two end tables that match, but don't charge. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, and what those only cost me What do you do with one end 80. table if you have nothing that matches? Right, right. Not in this living room. <laughs> It was a neat idea. <laughs> I bet there are a lot of people that buy that though. Hell yeah, no, that's mad convenient, right? You just come in, drop that shit drop on the it. table. Yep. You can drop your iPad, uh, your AirPods on it, everything. Right. Exactly. Yes, everything. Right. And just it's just drop. always charged. That's why I was like, for $280, that's not bad, bro. Like, I wonder what happens when you spill shit on it though, right? Like, it's gotta be tested. And we're going to talk about Pokemon after this short break. We have the new Pokemon starters revealed. Starters for what? Starters for the game? Yep, the yeah. next Pokemon game, we have the starters revealed. So the first three. It's uh, Generation... Generation what? 9. What is it? Is it silver and what? No, it's not silver. What the fuck is it? Is this like pearl and something now? I don't know. They're the next generation of starters. Let's keep it simple, folks. I feel like all those colors came out five, ten. Years right. Ago. That's why I keep naming so shit. And I'm like pearl. Pearl was like 2012. So I mean, I keep getting on like I keep getting all of these like Pokemon like all of these bootleg Pokemon games on my like uh, Facebook recommended marketplace okay. thing. Oh, yeah. okay. So it's Scarlet and Violet. Right? Like, those are the new Pokemon games. Why do I feel like they already have a story? Nope. 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 So, Not till this year. We got 2020, baby. Alright, so. We have. 2022, yes. Right, no, I do that what all year the time. Is it? I'm still stuck back there. I'm like, why did the. Are we, are we done? It's collective trauma. <laughs> <laughs> so, we have the grass Pokemon, Sprigatio. It's Italian. Sprigatio! It's a, a grass cat. And it's uh, it's <laughs> a foot and four inches, nine pounds, and its ability is overgrow. The capricious, attention-seeking grass cat Pokemon. You mean that's weed cat? You know what that <laughs> it made me think about that fucking YouTube's <laughs> big dick beetle. Oh, that's Pikachu. Everybody knows Pikachu. So, uh, but this is, I mean, from the sound of it, it's like literally catnip the Pokemon. It, the description is catnip yeah. the Pokemon. The name, the name is an Italian pasta. It, a pasta verde. Yeah. It's a it's a pesto. This next one though is pesto really, cat. This oh. next one is really pissing me off. So I don't it, know this why, is a fire but... starter, and his name is Fui Coco, 
and he is the uh, Fire Croc Pokemon with the ability Blaze. The laid-back Fire Croc Pokemon that does things at its own pace. And it looks like an apple. Yeah. It, 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 like, the like, top of it looks it? like it's like where its hair should be. It's an Applesaurus. It's it an Apple Gator. Like it, it it's an Apple Gator. Like an apple. It's, a, it's an Apple Gator. It's an Apple Gator. And why does this piss you off? I think it's adorable. <laughs> it looks like a dog Apple Gator. It's exactly a, dop it's like, a doppelgator. It's disturbing. That one's clearly a cat. That one's clearly a duck. What is this? <laughs> it's, it's, it's very it looks uncanny. like it's half dead. Like the, the, the core, like the core of the apple looks like a bone. It Somebody looks like bit dead. into its face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I see it. <laughs> like you already started losing. It should losing. not exist. <laughs> Put it out of its misery. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know which one you are going to take. <laughs> Definitely not that comb over Trump dog. Oh, 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 okay. You leave Quaxley alone here. Quaxley? God, oh. that sounds like a very privileged white boy. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> yes. So he looks the, like the water starter, the water starter is Quaxley, who is, a, who is a duck with a comb over pompadour. He sounds like a Scooby-Doo villain. <laughs> um, and he is Ernest and Tidy Duckling Pokemon. That's what he wants you to think. Right, right. <laughs> Meanwhile. Earnest and tidy. Like a child. So it sounds like he's got a stick up his ass. Yeah, me, yeah. He has you, mommy issues. I, I bet you he's got tons of, like, Bitcoin and NFTs <laughs> on, like, YouTube and Twitter and shit like that. So you're saying that the water starter owns the most crypto. I'm not saying yes. he owns crypto. I'm saying he wants you to think he owns crypto, right? So he can either scam you out of money or pussy. One of the two. Sounds like you guys are are, are fans of uh, Sprigat... Sprigatito. Sounds, All day. Sprigatito? Sounds, yeah, sounds delicious. Weed cat. Also the cutest. Yeah, Weed Cat is definitely the cutest. Team Weed Cat? Yeah, she looks down to earth. Everybody else looks dead or stucco. <laughs> I don't know, I kind of like Applesaurus. It reminds me, it reminds me of Cubone. Fuel Coco. The laid back fire croc Pokemon that does things really? at its own pace. Uh-huh. See, that sounds unreliable as shit, right? That's like, uh, oh god, what fucking, was it Charizard? This lazy apple dino just fucking fell asleep. It was Charizard. Like, yeah. That just decided to curl up and take a nap. Yeah. Every time Ash would, in the beginning, he would yeah. be like, hey, yo, go Charizard. And he'd be like, snooze it. Ew. What the fuck do you want? Charizard is, is an ungrateful asshole. Dude, we all know this. Charizard's also the one that fell asleep in the rain and almost died. Right. And Ash <laughs> fucking saved him. <laughs> Clearly. As a good owner should. Charizard knew what he was doing, right? He was like, you know what? I kind of just had it. <laughs> all right, so like, here's the thing. With Quaxley, Quaxley, he's going to evolve, and that hairstyle is going to get more phenomenal the more he evolves. You mean thinner. His come over is going to thin out He's as come overs do. <laughs> He's gonna evolve, and like his final form is gonna be like Elvis. He's gonna evolve into like a middle-aged man. So Elvis. Elvis didn't even make it past middle-aged man. Died on a toilet. <laughs> oh, it's where so does he go on the list? Leave. Where does Elvis go on the list? Ooh, Ooh um, I guess. You know what? Take this respecting history bullshit off. Elvis is B tier. B tier? I say C tier. I'm willing to give Elvis maybe C plus tier, but. Alright, I'll throw Elvis in D tier. 
Where would you put like, fucking Justin Bieber? Right? Because like I put. He's Elvis, not dead. I put, but I'm, what I'm saying is that I put Elvis in the same lane as like Justin Bieber is in my mind because that's what Elvis was to that generation, right? Like. Okay, with the fangirls and the yeah. uh, the fanaticals. And the, I mean, like even the aesthetic, right? Like Elvis, like sat in his living room and watched fucking uh, Chuck Berry all day, right? Yeah. And learned yeah, yeah, about yeah. his moves and shit. The same way Justin Bieber sat in his living room and watched Usher all day and learned to mimic his moves and shit, right? right. Like, uh, Justin Bieber just hasn't dyed his hair black yet, right? <laughs> Elvis was a blonde, right? <laughs> like, yeah, he was. Yeah. Yep. Trash tier. For all of them? I'm not Elvis say goes Elvis in trash tier? Damn, I wasn't gonna put Elvis Bro. in trash tier. I at least gave him C plus, right? C plus like, tier. He did his thing. The best thing that Elvis gave us was Danzig. Also, he was a narc, though, right? Like, he Also a pedophile. Also a pedophile. Wait, what? He Elvis met... is a pedophile. Can somebody tell me about this? He met Priscilla, his wife, when yeah. she was 14. Oh. And he was like what, twenty four yeah. at the time? Oh, okay, trash tier. He used to yep. he used to regularly hold like sleepovers with like twelve year old and thirteen year old. Trash tier. Trash tier. Yeah. <laughs> also he was a narc. He literally went to Nixon and was like, make me the drug czar. And I wanna bust I wanna go into the hood and bust people for selling crack and shit like that. And then the CIA was As like he had a drug problem. As he had a pill problem. Yes, no, this is this is real. I am not making that shit up. Meanwhile, the CIA is like, shit, we can't have him rat us out. He snuck a gun into the White House to give to Nixon as a president. Because he was Elvis and nobody checked him. Oh, okay, that's fair. <laughs> so he didn't sneak it in. He just walked in. With yeah. It, and he was Elvis, nobody cared. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I couldn't do it. Yeah, it was, no, okay. but Elvis could do it. But right? Elvis, the same way Justin Bieber could probably sneak a gun into the probably fucking fair, White House. Fair, fair, fair. White male privilege. And Drake could never. <laughs> I'm going to push back on that. I feel oh, like okay. Drake maybe because it's Drake, right? Like, second top selling rap artist in, like, of all time. Right behind it. Right? Like, probably, maybe. What White House is Drake more likely to sneak a gun into? The Obama White House or the Trump White House? <sighs> Definitely the Trump White House. I was about to say the Trump White House. There's no way he would pull that shit with the Obamas in office. Because if he got caught, it would look bad on the Obamas, right? But Trump would still totally take a gun from Drake. And then he'd brag about it. Exactly. Yeah. Both of them yeah. would brag about it, right? Like, that's a win-win situation, right? Like, Drake yeah. gets caught sneaking a gun into the Trump White House because I don't know what they're going to do. That's a win-win-win. Jim Acosta's got content for a week. <laughs> Yo, um... Uh... Listen, I mean, Trump is also the dude who invited, like, mad, wild people into Kid Rock, right? Like, I, come on, Kid Rock probably could have snuck a gun into the White House while Trump was president. Kid Rock wouldn't have even tried to sneak it in. He'd just have it over his shoulder, like, what's up, motherfuckers? Right, this is the God's country. The president invited me here. This is God's country. <laughs> Walk up, the security guard being like, all right, Mr. Bob with the Bob. <laughs> we need to check your hoop. Back to back! How I just recently figured out that Uncle Cracker wrote all of that shit. Just recently? Yeah, I just recently found that out. Oh. And it like blows my fucking mind, right? Yeah, it like <laughs> takes the one thing that we were like, oh yeah, that one song from Chris Rock. It's not even him. No. Dude, fucking all of Kid Rock's like 
the shit that we know and love Kid Rock for. It's the shit that we should know and love Uncle Cracker yes. for. Yes. <laughs> right? Absolutely. I saw somebody tweet out that isn't it funny that uh, Kid Rock wasn't racist when a dude named Uncle Cracker was writing for him? <laughs> I was like, <sighs> yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's not from Kid Rock. You're not from Detroit. <laughs> but also, that's not new. Having somebody else write your songs. No, I mean, it's not new. no, it's it's not. But I still feel like it's something that people should stop. I guess Kid Rock never said he writes his own stuff, right? But it just feels like one of the things when you assume like rapper, you write your own raps. Or... And Drake would never. Yikes! <laughs> Shots yes. Shots fired. You know who don't give a fuck? This bear in California. Oh, Hank the Tank. Hank the Tank. Hank the Tank. Broke into what? Twelve houses. Yeah, like twelve houses. Does he just eat pizza and garbage. Yeah. Yep. Dude. Guns don't scare him off for nothing. This bear don't give like, a fuck. He's five thousand pounds. Yo, I was gonna say he's like twice the size of the average fucking what a black bear. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. sorry. It's my, a legit Snorlax on the loose. My truck what? weighs 2,500 pounds. Right, and Hank just gonna flip that shit over to yep. get to whatever yes. fucking picnic basket yes. is under it. <laughs> Would you call him Winnie the Pooh or Yogi Bear? Yogi Bear. Yeah. Yes, Yogi Bear. <laughs> I feel like there's another bear that you can also throw into the comparison there, though. More than just Yogi. He's definitely more Yogi than he is Winnie. He's like, but he's like. Because he's taking his uh, there well, pick a Nick baskets. He's shaped like Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, Hank is fucking rotund. Hey, I'm a boo! I don't understand how he fit. I see all that pizza! Not another trip again! Also, I'm sorry, how how do they know that guns won't stop him? Like, if you saw that bear in your kitchen, would you unload on him? No, but they I'd said- I'd phone hey, in I Keith would, I'd be like, yeah. oh, fuck. Keith Redder. Keith Redder. Keith Redder. What would Keith Redder do about Frank the Tank? Kill a deer, sell a beamer. <laughs> they said he's nice, though. They said he just come in, he get food, he don't hurt nobody, and then he leave. And, and that's like, like most people. Right? So whatever. <laughs> I'm like, come on, they gotta just airlift him, like, I don't know, 500 miles like away. <laughs> but he's been out for longer than the right. zebras yeah. in DC. Yeah. Right. Hank on the loose! What would you do if you came across Hank, right? Like, in me? your future job. See, right? Honestly, if he was just rummaging through my kitchen and didn't see me, I would probably just, like, look at him and then just very quietly, like, leave my residence. <laughs> 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 yeah. You know, hopefully he'll see all the like dead animals on the wall and get the hint, but I don't think he will. I think he'll no. be like, oh, they eat good too. Yep, exactly. <laughs> right? Like, why? People just be like, oh, okay, there's dead animals here, so I'm bound to find yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. They eat. <laughs> like, I'm not next, I can help them. You're right. Yeah. I forget, is there a bear on the wall of your house? No, not a bear. Not yet. Not yet. If Hank shows up, there will be. Keith <laughs> said, I will take him out. <laughs> Listen, there's no animal conservation here. <laughs> that's good eating right there. It's like, no, nah, that's probably all fat. All probably, fat. probably. From what I hear, from what I hear from also, the people I got in my Also, bow. your dad's a bow hunter. He's got a bow, he's got shotguns, he's got a crossbow. Right. Oof, right. We got all... All the hunting equipment. From what I hear, the Hank people in my family that hunt, bears don't got a whole lot of meat on them though. 
that's good for eating. Like most of this shit is fat yeah. to get like through the fucking winter. And that's just, fair. Like, that makes sense. Big intestine and shit like that. Like, what kind of winter is he storing up for? We right. don't have that shit anymore. No, but that, that's what they said though. It's around the season when he would be storing up for the winter and shit like that, which is why he's kicking indoors to get fucking lasagna like Garfield. <laughs> Give me <your> pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the pizza is not the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Hank hates Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, he wouldn't even be like a rug. He'd be a full on blanket. Right. Like a king size right. spread. A weighted blanket. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weighted oh blanket. God. Oh no, this is Hank. This is pure Hank. Um, it's one of a kind. <laughs> Oh, this bear was fed mostly pizza and yeah. um, Coors Light for <laughs> six months. And it yeah. really gives a nice shine to the fur coat. <laughs> but you can't wash it in the dryer. We call this our middle class diet. Right. Hank was fed uh, exclusively on a middle class diet for the past 12 months. So there was one other thing that I watched. Find Taco Bell. <laughs> there was one other thing that I watched, and I forced Doc to subject to uh, subject himself to for a little bit. Did you know they brought Law and Order back? In the criminal justice system, the people are represented by two separate yet equally important groups: the police who investigate crime and the district attorneys who prosecute the offenders. These are their stories. I didn't even know Law and Order stopped. Neither did most of America. I'm sorry, you feel way more excited than I do. I just no, I'm just more excited for Doc's like same thing. flop expression about this because it's. Are you law, into Law and Order? No, no. <laughs> you sure? No, dude. Like I would. Okay, so like if there is nothing else on TV, then sure, Law and Order could probably get me through like two hours, right? But okay. like. Am I searching for this? I barely watch TV now as it is, right? Like, I have to force myself to sit down and watch the things that I actually like yeah. and enjoy, right? See, but here's like, the thing. We're also a pop culture podcast, and I actually even suffered through three episodes of How I Met Your Father. Oh, terrible. Yeah. Terrible. You watch it. Did, did you watch it? I did. Hillary Duff. Because, yes, trying to we're, we're, we're trying, Wait, we're trying try. to support, because, because we're trying Hillary to support Duff? our girl. No, honestly, it's because, like, I think it would have been okay if Hillary Duff had been supported to, or had been related to Ted Mosby somehow, right. but she's not. So it's just, like, this weird spinoff with no basis and no background that they're, it's try too hard. Can I tell you how astounding it I find that you were invested in how I met your father? <laughs> I just but, want to know. Maybe we can relate. <laughs> So, but you won't watch Law and Order. <laughs> Listen, Big Bang Theory. I hate it. Okay, okay, all right. Um, so, did How I Met Your Father? Did it feel like when you watched the first episode that it was like the producers trying to hit a checkbox of all the demographics? Yes, they could, yeah. yes, yes, it did. A hundred percent, yes, it did. Then you're gonna love this Law and Order episode, right? <laughs> because that shit was so heavy-handed in the pandering, like, with the, White like, cop, black cop, Anthony Anderson taking a bigger lead role. You would know him as the guy in the LeVar Arrington jersey getting interrogated from Transformers. Not okay. Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> I know Kangaroo Jack better. Yeah, right? Also <laughs> Kangaroo Jack. Thank you. The fuck? Like... It, or blackish. You just said me, myself, and Irene, I didn't say, right? I like, shook my head just to, like, agree, but I had no clue. No. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> no. Uh, I was trying to actually just use the most obscure <laughs> fucking Anthony Anderson reference. As you would. Me, Didn't myself, I and Irene. Like, come on, Jim Carrey. This is probably one of Anthony Anderson's first joints. But, uh, right? And then they also had um, the uh, Jeffrey Donovan, the lead guy from Burn Notice. Okay. You, you know who I'm talking yes, about here. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. So yeah, he's, yeah, yes, this time so, right now. So <laughs> they're, they're partners. They're partners. Okay. And he's the white cop who says what's on his mind, even though sometimes it might not be best to say what's on his mind. And uh, you have the older black celebrity who just got out of prison for raping like 40-something plus women. Tell Not me if you've heard this story before. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gets murdered, right? Yeah. And then these two cops got to go investigate and they were dealing with some gangbanger and the white cop goes up to the gangbanger and he's like, whoa, whoa. And then everybody takes out their phones and the black cop is like, whoa, whoa. And he's just like, these phones. And he's like, what's up with these phones? And he's like, we can't do our jobs. These kids get away with everything. And then the other guy is like, well, maybe it. these phones hold us accountable. And so he's much. like, yeah, maybe you're right about that. Maybe these phones do hold us accountable. But you gotta know one thing. I'm gonna say what's on my mind, even if it's not always good to say what's on my mind. He's like, hey man, now I know how to say your truth. That was the best Cliff, Cliff Notes version I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I hated every second of that clip, son. Every single second of that clip, son. Shout out to Anthony Anderson for, like, you know, doing his whole turn to, like, Grizzly. Oh, he's, he's, doing, he's doing a whole run lap on right. this. It's like. But this, that shit was so heavy-handed, moral code, like good cop, Although bad cop. I, I, I hadn't heard either of you mention like a, a, a gay diversity requirement. Mm, I have not seen that in the Law and Order episode. No, not in the Law and Order episode. I think they knocked out two or three. No, they knocked it out when they were like, oh shit, we needed to cross out the Asian adopted demographic, so let's just have the oh, Asian yes, adopted. Yes, yeah, yeah, like when she showed up, yes. when she showed up and they were like, Asian adopted gay. We're just gonna make you fit every box we didn't fill yet. Yes, just fit in that box. See, see, see. I'm, I'm not crazy. That is exactly how watching that show felt. Yeah. Did you watch it? Exactly how watching that show felt. You didn't watch it? No, no. He just showed me clips and everything. It is. That is exactly how watching that show felt. Well, you're not missing much. Yeah. No, I, I can tell. Right. And I was like, this. I told him. I was like, this show feels like the show that's. Headed by a team of all white male producers mm -hmm. who were like, "Let's yeah. do yeah. minorities yeah. want to hear." Yeah. <laughs> what what, like, what are minorities get, like? How do we not get uh, totally roasted for producing this show? Dude, how do we not get yeah. canceled? Do you yeah. know any minorities? We should call. Should we call? Now they're doing the devil's balancing. No, of, do we, we get do canceled or do we get canceled? Uh, yeah, exactly. No. Let's we, just have a to-do box and check off every right. mark. Yeah, no, that's exactly how it felt to me. Oh, and that's only the law part of the episode. Or no, is that the order part? <laughs> I think that's the order part oh, with the, the the cops. Anyway, we go to the law part. Okay. And you have that same old white guy, you know, with the, the nose and the, the like, the over. same white guy that's in every show yeah, ever. The same okay. old white guy that's in every Law and Order. Yeah, uh, every Law and Order or every show, because I've never seen a single Law and Order, but I know the same white guy that you're talking yes, about. Yes, it's that okay, guy. Cool, that guy. So, 
and he's just like, well, I don't know. Like they, 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 they got the, con they got the confession, and then the new upstart district that's, attorney. That's, that's the same voice Dan used while he was reading his email from uh, his public office. Sorry, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> <laughs> And then the new upstart attorney is like, yeah, the guy got a confession, but he was lying under the pretenses of the confession. And then the old white guy is like, yeah, but a confession is a confession. You can still use it. And then the other guy's like, I'm not, because I'm going to be a noble defender, because that's wrong what the cop did. And then he lost the case. And then the old white guy is like, I, but, but I told you so. And he's like, damn, you're right. Doom, 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 doom. That was the law part? Well, yeah, that, that or, was the law part. Okay. Oh, and then Cosby was shot by one of his victims, and then, yeah. Rightfully. Uh, the, the definitely not Cosby figure. <laughs> well, they were like, should be shot. <laughs> Since we can't really shoot him, we'll just, you know. We'll just imply it. Right. And he was shot in the dick. They definitely fair, said fair, he yeah, was yeah. shot in the dick. I mean, that's where I would aim to. Did I say heavy-handed? Because... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. He was shot in the heart and the dick. Because it felt very heavy-handed the entire time. They were just like, hey, look, we are on the right side of history. <laughs> and it was created by Dick Wolf. Oh, uh, and on that note, we gotta take a break. Fucking I'm 40 podcast with Tracy Kreider and Kelly Bell, where two sisters just one day decided to pick up a mic and start talking about shit. And we think we're fucking funny. And so far, we found out 25 other people do as well. Excellent. So wherever you get your podcast on, come out and find us. We're a good time. Our only rule is don't, don't be, be a dick. sound, any sound, record it, and then change its nature by a multiplicity of operations. You record it at different speeds, you play it backwards, you add it to itself over and over again. You adjust filters, echoes, acoustic qualities, you combine segments of magnetic tape. By these means and many others, you can create sounds which no one has ever heard before. They're there in the ether. In the ether. Just waiting to manifest. But yeah, no, it was literally what I've, I've done. You, I've, I've called you with one of those. Like I yes. called you just so I can not forget this. Oh basically. yeah, absolutely. Like anybody who's been an OG like that has definitely gotten the Dan has called me just so I he can say something. Yes. So Dan does not forget it in the future. Yes. Yeah. That was so beautiful and so far away. I thought you played it on your phone. You're so quiet. Why are you so stone-faced all of a sudden? <laughs> you know what I learned the other day? The reason that vampires couldn't see themselves in mirrors was because that mirrors used to be made with silver. So now that yeah. mirrors aren't made with silver anymore, technically, technically, you can see yourself in yeah, the modern day vampire. Yes, yeah, could yeah, totally see absolutely. himself in here. You wouldn't even know you were a vampire. No, right? I'm very aware that I'm a vampire. Until you had to obsessively count things. 
It's a it's an old vampire trope. Though that's why No, but that's why the count is like that. I'm not even kidding, right? Like because back in old what is it, Ukrainian folklore or wherever the fuck vampires originally come from. Uh peace for Ukraine. Uh, um Alright, so let's just say that excessively count shit. The count is the only vampire that I know that has ever and had to actually lived over but that's a real vampire trope. Right? Like that was one of the ways like along with the garlic and the holy water you throw like a whole bunch of like sesame seeds in front of that nigga and he's gotta stop and count all them shits. <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> so my mother, you told, you were telling me earlier that you like to read. My, my mother also likes to read, that's where I get it from, but her, the entire genre that she has read, I'm, I'm almost 29, the entire, yeah. from before I was born until 29 years of age now, it's all been vampire books. That's it. So your mom uh, is... And I have never heard about no, counting. Look it up. Look it up. So That's your mom is like fully versed in vampire lore. Yes, 100%. Like... 100%. You have a vampire question, ask that woman. Do you know what's... Like, I'm assuming like the Anne Rice vampires, clearly. All of them. All of them. Yes. Like Castlevania? Yeah. She she fucked with Castlevania? Probably. She so watched... do you know where the black and red cape trope comes from? Because I just learned this the other nope. day, too. Um, I do not have 29 years No, of, I feel you. I feel you. But, um, so the black and red cape trope that the vampire, like Count Dracula and all that she yeah. usually wears, comes from Count Vlad Dracula, right? Who was gifted this cape from his father that was a very, very dark green that used to come up as black on old movie films huh. and stuff like that. And like, so eventually they just changed it from the dark green to the black, black and red cape. Yeah. Also, uh, running running joke on this pod. Transylvania, that's, that's, that's mm -hmm. okay. Running joke on this pod, I am a 229 year old vampire. As he wears a Castlevania shirt. Sure. Castlevania. Yeah. It's fitting, it's fitting, it's fitting. <laughs> yeah. So, I turned 230 later this year. Okay. In uh, Do July. You can still count? End of June. Why would you still count? And you, were, huh? and you were cancer. After 100 years, like, why would you still count your age? I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it just feels like a burden. I feel, and then, boy, to remind yourself how long you've been judging through or drudging through this existence. I feel like after that long, I'd get it wrong. Like right. I'd miss a year. I'd I already. By a couple years. Yeah, exactly. I'm 32 and I tell people I'm 30 like I'm 30 all the fucking time, right? I'm like, now that I'm 30, I mean 32. <laughs> Couldn't even get the actual year right, let no. alone my own birthday. No. You know, I don't have a good answer for you. I just have been counting because that's the way it's <laughs> all <laughs> vampires do. That is what vampires do. They obsessively count things. <laughs> Where did you hear about sesame? Well, oh, sesame fucking seeds out. Oh, that was very well rounded. That was great. That was like Chappelle well rounded there. <laughs> and oh I didn't my god! Even... Oh, this was another hill I was thinking about. I said I don't think Dave Chappelle's funny. Ooh, you are the second person in my entire life that I've ever heard say that. That was a hill. I was. Was also the other person also a white woman? Here it is. Okay, but to before we continue to argue, who is your favorite? I need to know what oh, you're what like. I'm comparing them to. Yeah. And well, to have a, a benchmark like, in your sense of humor. Not like yeah, I was gonna say like 
No judgment. I just want to know. Like, don't give me the one that you give people to to impress people. I want to know who you go to when it's three o'clock in the morning and you just want some high highs. Bert Kreischer. Okay. 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 Now I understand why you don't think Dave Chappelle is Because <laughs> Bert is so fucking irreverent and just like unhinged. It's fucking hilarious, right? Like, and Dave has definitely gotten to a point where he's kind of like preaching to the choir, right? Like, yes. and I appreciate and that's what it. it. Sounds like to me. Yeah. He's, but he's in like his Mark Twain. That's why he just won the Mark Twain award, right? Like, not uh, who, who's the uh, George Carlin? Like, he's in his George Carlin stage as a comedian, right? And Bert might might get there one day, right? <laughs> and his comedy will be a little bit more mature and he'll have like some wisdom behind the madness mm-hmm. or what kind of like Johnny Knoxville is right now, right? But Dave is like he's he's definitely gotten to a point where I, I mean for like years, right? Like now I don't know if it's new Dave that you don't like. So this is what I, so I was saying this to somebody earlier today, actually, and they were like, okay, well, what year did you watch Dave Chappelle? And I was like, I don't, I just, like all of them, I tried them all and I yeah. still like them. And, no, that's and, they, and they have told me, they were like, new Dave Chappelle is vastly different compared yes. to old Dave Chappelle. Yes. And I was like, I am not that invested it's in Dave true. Chappelle to know the Zach, difference. Zach was not a fan of Chappelle's show. But he loves Netflix Chappelle shaped stand up. I will argue that one of those stand ups is very quintessential Dave, and it is the one where he literally tried to offend everybody the entire fucking time. Right? Because Not the newest Dave, one, is it? I think it was Sticks and Stones. Yes, dude. That was like, so that so reminds me of Killing Them Softly because all Dave did was tell, like, gross stories about hobos masturbating on trains and stuff like that. Like, that's very, like, Dave Chappelle is very, like, making adult potty jokes, right? Like, it's like South Park. Yeah, know. killing them softly, have the crack yeah. selling baby. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, the easy joke is what that sounds like. like I mean, like yeah, but like... special. No, it's like taking the low-hanging fruit, though, and making a... Makes it easy. The same way, though, you could say sculpting a watermelon out of, like, marble is, like... It's an easy target, right? But it's still sculpting a watermelon out of marble, though. I can make potty jokes, but I can't sculpt marble. I couldn't sculpt, like, the fucking, you know, Michelangelo or whatever, but I'm pretty sure if I took my time, I could sculpt a watermelon, and it'd still be (laughs) impressive. (laughs) I'm a master artisan, but, you know... Like, you've had many years to practice. I'm not a carpenter, but I bet you I could build a desk if I took my time, right? Like, you could take it, it, it takes some talent to make a funny potty joke, right? Like, anybody could say poop, and it's like, I probably got maybe like, honestly, you know what? One of my favorite, all right, one of my, my the, the best potty jokes I've ever heard it was um, Boy Meets World, and it was like completely out of context. Corey, it was when they were in college, and they're on the like lounge area that they make to try to be like an inclusive version of the friends' coffee shop plus Angela. Corey just runs in. He's just like underpants. I don't remember the context at all, but it was just him running in, stone face, just going underpants. I just lose I, it. I left. I fucking lose I it. I can totally remember like that episode or the whole Boy Meets World aesthetic, right? But I was gonna say it's like fucking Rick the and The inclusive Morty, right? like, coffee shop plus Angela. Well, 
Well, there's also, there's like context and like uh, dynamic characters behind that right. joke and stuff like that. So I feel like that makes it different. It does. She's right. I was going to say it's like Rick and Morty, right? Where the show is super smart, but Rick burps every three seconds. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, no, seriously though, it makes me so irritated, right? Like I watched the show the with him in the drool on his chin the entire like, and I'm just like it's, I'm like, bro, you're wearing long yo, sleeves, just wipe like, right. Yo, no, it really does. <laughs> and it shouldn't bother me because it's a poorly drawn cartoon, right? But <laughs> every time he's got it the looks drool like, hanging from his yeah. chin, I'm just like, dude, fucking wipe it. <laughs> Rick and Morty animation looks like HD ed 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 edit. Mm, I can see it. It kind of reminds me more of, and this is a deep cut, the Will Ferrell cartoon, the Oblongs. Yep. I've never seen that, but I was thinking more like Adventure Time. Oh yeah, the dad has uh, no yeah, arms I'll or legs. Yeah. The Oblongs was a fucked up show. That was Will Ferrell? Yeah. I didn't oh, realize wow. that. Otherwise, I probably would have watched it already. Yeah. No, I've like I've watched like an episode and I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the dad is Wolf Hero. Oh, that's I hilarious. Yep. Yeah. 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 Oh, I might watch that today. <laughs> <laughs> the season finale of Euphoria comes on tonight. Ooh, so you watch Euphoria? I huh? do. You are a bag full of surprises. You know that. <laughs> I've been told. I would not have suspected after the so entire I, conversation that we've had tonight that Euphoria was on your fucking watch. Dude, I have not watched some, it yet. Dude, sometimes you just need to watch some trash TV and just oh, relax. Is so is it, is it trash TV or is it like high quality? Is it like... It's high quality drama porn. Yeah. That yeah, is yeah. exactly what that but, is. But so also I think part of the reason I'm so, so the first season, I watched the first season when it came out, which was what, what, what year is it? It's 2022. Yeah. I think the first season came out in 2019. Right. Okay. And I loved it then. Okay. And that was, uh, was that a different time in your life? Or uh, was that yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, that was pre-pandemic. Like, right. Yeah. So yeah. a little bit different. Everybody was living differently. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now, you know. I will say, however, like, I will say, given knowing your personal history, I'm not surprised now that you think, now that I think about it, yeah. that you love Euphoria. Yeah. Mm. It's, yeah. It's almost nostalgic. Yeah. <laughs> 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 listen. Listen. Uh, <laughs> so how do you feel about the pushback that the show was getting for like its depiction of drug use in high school and like you know depression and all? Um, I oh that's a great question. Honestly. Well, because we were talking about this right, okay. and I was and it's funny because I was thinking about uh, yeah we say smart shit on here too bringing yeah. it up before you came on because we were also talking about a couple of the actresses and how. They have been pushing back against, like, you know, all of the nude scenes that they had to do in the yeah, first with, season. Yeah, um, with, what, uh, Hunter? I, I, yeah, I don't yeah. have my notes on me. Oh, no, it was yeah. the character that plays Cassie. Yes. Yeah, yes. okay, good. Yep. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I actually remember reading about that. But, so, I think that it has, like, its pros and cons. You know, I think it a little more accurately depicts. Than, than some shows, but also at okay, the same time, so I how think different? It's overly extreme, as in like there was never parties like that. Right. Like there, uh, 
Nobody felt that sexy when they were young. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, like, we definitely would just so who would people that thought they felt that Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Really, Renner. it was all no, a facade. No, absolutely. Renner, 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 Renner. this is just a written script. So Renner, you and I actually grew up during that time together. Yeah, we so. went to the same school, we knew the same people, yes. Yeah, and we went to like the same parties and shit like that. Yeah. How different is Euphoria, honestly? I mean, I've never been to a party like that, have you? With like, I haven't seen Euphoria like that. Like that crazy blow and shit like that. Describe the Euphoria party. I've been to some pretty wild. The Euphoria party was like almost like a Project X party, which also doesn't happen. No, I've been to some Project X. I've been to yeah, I've been to a couple Project X parties. I've been to some basement. I've been to some basement packed on the stairwell parties. Like I've like whole house turned up. How did the cops not get called? Yeah, I mean like I don't I don't know. It just I've been to I've thrown packed Project parties, X party. but I've never. Where was my business? I don't think. Okay, now I've, hold on. I've like, been to packed parties, but also like I've never. Project X is a high. That's a that's a high bar to achieve because they drove a car into a pool, right? Like I've never been to a party where they drove. I was at a party though. I hosted a party where a guy backed up into a fucking light pole. Um, we did not try to let him leave on his own. No, it was the party I blew a fireball in my kitchen. He definitely oh, okay. folded that like You were there, right? Then, then yeah. Yeah, I'm you were there. definitely there. Yeah. That party was fucking wild. There was a fight club going on in the upstairs. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, tattoos yeah, were being given downstairs. <laughs> I drove I went to a <gasps> yes, party. I see it now it, does, it doesn't sound so crazy. Like yeah. how like that doesn't know. sound so crazy now. Like I went to a party. Oh, how I, different is that party than the Euphoria parties? Graduation night, I went to a party where when we pulled up in the driveway, there was a naked dude in the garage that like popped up like a fucking jack-in-the-box out of nowhere, right? <laughs> that same naked dude later tore a couch apart, like stuffing everywhere and got choked out in front of everybody by the dude who hosted the party. As he <laughs> like, no, I mean like literally put to sleep. Like I don't know whatever happened to that dude, but I watched him get put to sleep in the fucking living room after he fucking Hulk smashed, ripped the couch apart. I, I just, like the thing is, realistically, I've been to a couple of Project X parties, and like okay. that one house party at my house okay. with the fireball so, was pretty wild. So I guess here's the thing. So like I've been to a couple. But it's not like every single no. weekend. It's right. not every single day. <laughs> Where like are the teachers? Euphoria. Where are the parents? I saw a fucking meme. It was like the teachers at Euphoria High, and it was just like this lady sitting in the hallway with her coffee all wide eyed. Like. Yeah, I'm like, dude, on school nights, my curfew is 9 p.m. Right. I had a car. I was the one that was shuttling everybody to these fucking parties, but not on a fucking Tuesday night. Oh, yeah, no, that was definitely that was definitely me and you yes. on Friday, Saturday. Yes. Oh man. Uh, God, you remember having to coordinate was... eight people to go to a fuck to go crash a fucking party? Do you like... remember shoving thirteen people in my fucking Honda coupe in Beach Week? Yes. Uh, we have I don't know. We have like four people in the trunk. What the fuck? Alone. What's your life like? <laughs> <laughs> in a fucking coupe. Yeah, no, we would legit have to organize, like... Yes. We'd be like, oh, there is an address for a party that might yes. possibly be happening? Yeah. Well, let's... now we are bringing yeah. the party. We have enough people we to We are bringing the party. So now I see let's why y'all would pay $2,000 to see a show, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> All I remember, you I took, me, you took me to a party once that was, like, at an Abercrombie model's house. 
Oh my god, yes! <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yep, that's great. This tool had a giant poster of himself in the living room. But also that it was a mansion a, party, wasn't it? No, it was narcissism like narcissism. Like it's almost admirable, right? Like how you admire yourself that much, huh? Yeah, like, that's yeah, a yeah. type of self love. Yeah. I I don't know if I want to achieve. But and it was in like that that weird like sapia filter where it was like brownish. <laughs> also, it wasn't in a mansion. It was in like an apartment above like a, a convenience store. Do you remember that? Wow. And that was what that was our M, our MD twenty twenty days. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was gonna ask, like, was it a nice apartment, like a two-level no, apartment? No, no. It, it took me a second to remember what MD Twenty Twenty Days meant. Yeah. But we were there with John McGall, weren't I mean, we? Yes. Yep. That <laughs> was John's friend. Come on, man. Oh, okay. Listen. That makes more sense yep. as to why he was an Abercrombie model. Yeah, no, I don't know where these Euphoria kids live at, but Dare seems to think that, uh, you know, it's gonna have these teens out here thinking that that's how they should. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying, like, with their mental we've issues. definitely gone to some wild ass fucking. Like, I don't think it's like that drastically different. I'm like, no, kids are way too self conscious to do this much. This much, like, yes. let her, let her, let her talk about the euphoria though, because I'm interested to hear what she has to say about the shit. Since you actually watched the show, right? Like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, if you have more questions, I have answers. But you were started to uh, spin off onto like mental illness and younger kids and yeah, shit like that, right? And the influence that the show has <clears throat> on that, right? The show, but I also, so I personally think that most of the influence for mental illness in our younger generation and shit comes from TikTok. Mm, okay, elaborate. On okay, that. so it goes back to nature versus nurture. Right. Okay, right. so nature, which is if you are actually, you know, born with like a mental illness, blah, 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 you can also influence yourself. Mm, okay. Okay, so okay. the, the nurture is part of the influence, this. okay? So if something is thrown in your face, like anxiety issues with our youth, if it's thrown in your face 24 7, non stop, then you find similarities with that in yourself and then you start to uh behave like that it's and that's self-diagnosis yeah effect, exactly right. but also so i think that's why that's part of the reason why right. it's such like a widespread pandemic of mental illness in our younger generations mm. is because of social media influence and they it's at their fingertips and they just like gobble it down you the know? counter to that is i think that what the real issue here and, and i hear what you're saying and i totally agree with you but i feel like what the real problem at hand is even with millennials now as parents and i hope that this gets mm -hmm. better as millennials be like continue to become parents mm -hmm. right uh there's not a whole lot of like internet awareness right like yeah. we're not teaching our kids how to like consciously consume the internet Fair. right yeah, yeah, um, yeah and i like i have to explain to my son all the time that youtube pranks aren't real yeah right like even the ones where the youtubers say they're real it's they're not, not real yeah. right yeah. i'm like you have to look at i tell my son all the time you have to look at youtube the same way you look at icarly the same yeah. way yeah. you look at like i uh, fucking the rabbits right like i'm like all this shit is fake all of it is scripted right like even like this isn't real life no none of it is real life even even this the, right here it's gonna get edited even though yep. the youtubers got like a receipt that says his parents spent like four thousand dollars in best buy 
That shit all got returned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it got paid off by a sponsor. Yeah. Or he yeah. bought a or he bought a fucking receipt thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And printed out the receipt thing. Edited itself. it. Yeah. Like he can do he no. can do anything. Exactly, yo. And it's no. So these kids like but that's kind of what these parents argument with euphoria is right is that the kids are gonna watch it and they're gonna think that this is how i should handle my mental illnesses by going out and being a slut and doing all kinds of drugs like zendaya right (laughs) no but and that comes back to the lack of parenting from the parents i i argue and again again, i say where are the parents where are the teachers what the fuck is your 13 year old doing watching euphoria my nigga just because you're on (laughs) hbo max doesn't mean she should be going ham in the catalog right like i remember look when uh we first got like cable and shit like that you know like there was skinamax and all that shit like and my mother made sure she put parental blocks on (laughs) yeah of course Right? Like, come on. What are we doing? Yo, we just letting our kids go ham with these devices and these streaming services, right? And all of these apps. And yeah, it's no wonder if I watch tons of fucking, like, schizophrenic or, like, uh, what's the other one? Tourette's uh, is the one I keep seeing. Kids keep, like... Like with the ticks? Hypnot- yeah, yeah, like hypnotizing themselves into thinking they got Tourette's from watching all of these, like, because Billie Eilish talked about this shit, mm-hmm. right? So now they go on TikTok and they're watching all of these uh, streamers who are talking about their Tourette's, and some of them are even whoa, faking Whoa, 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 they're, yeah. do- yeah. they're just doing their own research. Well, so part of the research, especially on TikTok, is like, oh, if I have Tourette's and I see someone else with a tick, Tourette's, you kind of develop that tick. So right. it's super easy to mimic and it's super easy to pretend. And then again, nature versus nurture. The the nurture is that if it gets shoved in your face all the time, then that's what you learn and that's what you develop and that's what you think is actually acceptable. Have or, you ever noticed that somebody who watches a lot of a TV show acts like the characters on that mm-hmm. TV show? Yep. You ever yeah, notice exactly. that I do it sometimes? Exactly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Do you ever notice that I do it sometimes? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't watch the TV shows that you mimic, so I haven't noticed. But it's because... I'm sure I've picked up ticks and traits from fucking characters on shows. Most people don't have that cognitive awareness, though, and that's yeah. all it takes is reminding yourself, like, hey, you're acting like the assholes on Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Like, nobody wants a dentist in the clip. Like, stop it. <laughs> It's like, also, like, I know growing up, I was like, so, in back to Euphoria, like, I was able to go out and do all that crazy shit because I got good grades, because I knew what was going on. And right. then my parents were like, okay, as long as you're, like, still succeeding in your life. Right, as long as you're gonna, still functional. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you got tangled up in the... I feel... Night affairs of the vampire life. Yeah, exactly, and I still made it to school at 7 a.m., so... It was all about having a balance, <laughs> right? Like... You maintain that balance and your parents let you live, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I was always, like, teetering on that shit, and I was always having to sneak out and shit because I always did something dumb while I was <laughs> out, right? Like, no, but nobody is living... that, And that's the, I guess, like, the writer's point and stuff like that is, like, euphoria is an exaggeration of, like, traumas and stuff that he went through while yeah. he was in high school. And uh, Sydney Sweeney is the actress we were talking about earlier who was speaking on how the producers and the director of the show actually like allowed her to cut back on her nude scenes yeah. and things like that because people were doing fucked up shit like sending her brother like cuts of her nude scenes from the show and That's stuff like that. Yeah, it, thank you. Okay, so I'm glad we have an actual woman on here to give yeah. her perspective on yeah. this shit That's because fucked up. I okay. 
I think it's fucking crazy. Why would you do that, right? Like, why the people? That's one thing I hate about like the internet and like the anonymity. People feel like they can just get away with yeah, like absolutely. treating celebrities like they're objects, right? And that's the double-edged sword to like idol worship or yeah. whatever. But like, you get to a point where people watch the show and they totally forget that, that you're a real person. Yeah, that you're acting. <laughs> Yeah. You forget that you're acting. And that's what she said. She was like, this is totally separate from my real life and yeah. who I am in real life, right? And uh, one of the reasons she dialed back on her nude scenes was because she felt like she wasn't getting the credit that she deserved as an actress mm-hmm. because she was getting naked. That's valid. And uh, it's the same reason that... Um, Oh, God, what is her name from Game of Thrones? Uh, Daenerys. Amelia Clark. Yes, Amelia Clark. So she dialed back on the shit, too, because she felt like, you know, yeah. uh, the critics watch her shit, and all they see is, ooh, titties. And I'm just like, it, it, okay, as men. <laughs> Male perspective. I just think it's extremely stupid <clears throat> that men love to see titties and then be like, oh, my God, I can't believe she showed her titties on a screen. <laughs> like, what the fuck? That dirty bitch. Hell no, she can't be a good actress. Why would yeah. she pull her titties out like that? But they was nice titties, though. <laughs> also, it's like, uh, I love seeing these titties, but to your own woman, don't you dare ever do that no. shit. No, no, Why like, you... I'll, I'll like all these women's pictures on the internet, but if you ever post a picture like that, so help me God. Son, what? <laughs> Chris Evans and, you know, uh, Chris Hemsworth can come out the fucking water shirtless all goddamn day long, right? Like Jason oh, Momoa. Goddamn <laughs> <laughs> oh goddamn day long, yes they can. God forbid, God forbid Halle Berry come up out that same water though, right? Like God forbid. But I mean, I guess that that's what it is, is that everything's influenced by like a male view. Right. So, you know, how do you think so. that affects the show though? Right, like, as euphoria Well, it's goes. written by a man, it's produced by a man. It is a male's perspective on a, uh, adolescent woman's life. Right, right. But you love this shit, though. I do, but it's also fake, because that's yeah. not what it actually is. That is the imagination of a man of what he wanted to experience. It's an extreme exaggeration, yeah. right? Like, it's, it's almost like, it's a better acted... Fifty Shades of Grey, right? Like, it's like high school Fifty Shades of Grey, like yeah, a tortured yeah. romance kind of thing going on, like, just watching these teenagers break their, like, social egos, their, their egos down, right? Like, the ego deaths of all of these teenagers yeah. is what we're watching when we watch this shit. Right. And I keep checking in on, like, clips and stuff like that because it's just be trending fucking everywhere. And I'm like, what the fuck is it? But I will say also, like all of these teenagers because they're not teenagers they're all in their 20s none of them are teenagers so that's already portrayed incorrectly right teenagers don't look like that no no Um, but like also (laughs) you know but teenagers haven't looked on that look like that on film ever no 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 no. take mean girls okay rachel mcadams was also in her 20s did you can do all the way back times at rushmore rachel mcadams was well into her 20s yes mean girls you know so like it it already like portrays them trying to be older than they're supposed to be with their character actors um but then also it's just where was I going with this? I don't know, but it's just... Mean it's, Girls is so goddamn it happens, It's just it so happens. unrealistic, you but know? But it's so, so it's, good. But we do... And that's, and that's... Oh, this is what I was about to say, is that, like, these 
these people that are portraying teenagers, like I know myself as a teenager, like I was not as confident in myself as they portray themselves to be. And I don't think that a lot of people are. No, I don't think a lot of teenagers are as confident. Men like, or women. Like no. they don't think that that no. is... This group would be like a very selective few people at the high school who we would all kind of like know and we would hear about their exactly. train wreck through like loose friend groups and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, my confidence in high school came from the double may care attitude. Did you hear Rue broke into that guy's house last night? Yeah. <laughs> like, that kind of shit. Like, no, um, I don't think, and, and it just feels like going after shows like this kind of feels like low-hanging fruit, right? When there are real issues that Derek could be knocking down, right? Yeah. Like, you know, the fucking opioid epidemic is still rampaging through the United States. Fentanyl is rampaging through the United States, right? Uh, overdoses went up, like, shot through the fucking roof within the last couple of years. It's a pandemic. Right. I'm sure people are stuck at home. Right. What else? That's, that's what happened. Right, but they're worried that we're watching Euphoria, and that's what's making us want to, like, you know, shoot up that Oh, right? yeah, it's totally, euphoria. Totally. It's, it's not. Euphoria. It's not the fact that my parents are getting divorced because they've been trapped inside with each other and totally figured out that they don't love each other. They've only been sticking through it because. That has nothing to do with it. No, it's not because you know I fucking lost my job thanks to the pandemic, and I don't know if my fucking QAnon family is ever gonna it accept the fact that I love who I love. Right. <laughs> Put it off. Remember the time that no. I spilled the cup. It's totally because the apple juice in the hall. Please tell mom this is not her fault. Do, 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 no, it's euphoria's fault, right? And all those gay books at the library, right? <laughs> like that's Oh yeah. By the way, apparently, like seven out of the top ten books that are uh, argued to be banned are getting uh, argued to be banned for gay stuff. Yeah, no, it's not just seven out of the top. It's like the top 10, wow. seven of the top 10 uh, most requested books in the country at the moment to be banned are of like some LGBTQ uh, source material. Because of gay so, stuff. So, and honestly, and I don't want this to come off as crass or insensitive, but I believe that that also probably goes back to nature versus nurture. The gay stuff? They, or are yeah. the people wanting to ban the gay no, stuff? No, the gay, uh, within children being so exposed. And this could be... I argue that, you know... It's always been there, right? It, it kind of has, but also, you know, if you... People just used to hide it. Like, yeah, and when you yeah. look into... When you really, like, when you get into, like, collegiate history and stuff like that, you figure out about people's, like... Um, companions that they would take with them on hunting trips yeah. like that and then they would bunk together and they would bunker down together <laughs> yeah no 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 I totally believe that it's always been that yeah right? and um but and I feel like you know it's kind of one of those things that went along with like when um all the police brutality was like trending and stuff like that people have cameras now and like the ability to talk about this stuff is more accessible, right? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, the, we, we totally live in, like, not just the age of information, but the age of belief, right? Where, like, everybody's trying to figure out what the new normal is. Yeah. And um, accepting whether or not this has always been a part of our society or 
if this is something that is a new occurrence because of the, I guess, because of the, what's the word I'm looking for here? The, the more that we see it, right? Like yeah, you were saying. Yeah. Um, the nurture. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. It's hard to tell when it comes to like homosexuality, right? Because they say sexuality is a spectrum, right? Nobody yeah, is a hundred percent straight. Nobody is a hundred percent gay. Except for me, I'm totally 100% alpha. Um, <laughs> Sigma male, like. Alpha male with the microphone. Alpha Everybody Sigma watch male. out. Right, yeah, come on. In order to be a podcaster, don't you I'm know? I'm straight, but acknowledge when a dude is attractive. <laughs> you have to be a fucking alpha male in order to be a top tier podcaster. Just ask fucking the Fresh and Fit or Joe Rogan, right? Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Does that make me a beta male by default? Damn, you're too tall to be a beta male, though. <laughs> Undefinable! That's a sigma male. Like, I, listen, I don't have time to... Look, let me be you. ditto! <laughs> no, um... I feel like... I don't know. It's just one of them things that I'm like... unless. I mean, I have whips and chains. Where does that throw me? I'm always like... I, See, that's that's my thing, too. I just told my son about this the other day, right? Like, I'm trying to keep the conversation on the fucking tracks here. Yeah. I just had this conversation with my son the other day. I'm like, y'all are... And literally, he said somebody in his class told him that they were gay or whatever. And I'm like, y'all are too young to even care about that shit. Right? I was like, how about you figure out who you are before you, like, run around telling people what yeah. you attracted to, right? Like, y'all don't yeah. even know how your fucking body works yet, <laughs> right? And that's how I feel like Des is we should not. all deal like, with kids, like Des right? Well, so I... When's Des's birthday again? It's Tupac's birthday. June 16th. Well, so okay. I do believe that, like, you are Two weeks, born... all right, so two weeks before my birthday. I do believe right, that it. you're born the way that you're born. Like, I remember I was in, yeah. not even kindergarten, I was in pre-K. And I would come home and tell my dad every day, I'm like, Tyler is so much cuter than you. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I, I was four years old doing that. You know, like, I very clearly no, remember. I feel like you figure out your attractions or, like, you know, it's hardwired in there very early, right? Or those wires are yeah. set very early. Right? I was raised Catholic, yeah. so... Well, so, like, I'm not Every saying time that we it, talk it's not possible or it doesn't like, exist yeah. in the numbers, but I'm also saying that I do think that, yeah, like, accessibility you know to it influences the, the younger, more impressionable I think if it feels good, you know type it's of in. youth. Like, I'm not saying all youth is overly impressionable. I'm just yeah, saying there it are feels some good that and you know it, And you really want to show her that's a Me Too moment and that's a sin. I feel like on the flip side of that, I would say <laughs> that since it has become more acceptable now to live that kind of lifestyle, to make those kinds of choices, right, to speak that kind My of truth, hey. that kids feel more at ease with experimenting, right? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say they're confused. I would say they're experimenting, which is My what we did, right? And, yeah. you know, but uh, what we've done throughout time. As yeah, also true. And people are just now talking about it more, right? And the just people who your are... Life. The people who are, you know, feeling the most pushback from that are just being vocal about the pushback that they're feeling from that. Right? Never mind what hate is say. 
All right, I'm done. You got me. <laughs> so was I. <laughs> well, then that was your point to pick like, up the next line. I was like, I'm not, and I, so I, I feel like I need to clarify. Like, I'm not generalizing no. for everybody. No, every every person are. that does this is, I'm just saying that I think that there is yeah. some people that are... No, I was feel left out almost because mm. that's what you you feel like you, you should feel like be that a lot as you're as a child you're just trying to find your space. Right. So if this is something that's constantly in your face, I feel like then that, you try and find your. See, you I'm agreeing with yeah. you, but in the sense that like, I feel like this has always been a part of adolescence, right? Like when we were kids, like we just didn't see that much like gay stuff so it wasn't like a thing that we were like seeking to experience but what yeah. we did see were like 80s when we movies were in high where school kids yeah. were trying pot and drinking gotcha. and when we like were that. in high school yeah. there so, there were still was the gay kid not right. just like that person's gay there was the gay kid yeah but yeah. the gay kid was always from the 80s from like like the, the 70s up until the uh, 2010s, right? The gay kid was always a comedic relief character. No, I mean like right? real life. There was like like when we were in high school. Oh, I'm talking about like representation yes. Yes. in media, but yes, you are right. You are correct. And I right? know like I've also personally like, like asked a few people before they ever came out and before they even knew about themselves. Right. You know, I'm not saying, like, I, I totally no. believe that people are, like, born the way they are, and everybody's just people. It's mm -hmm. all just, like, collective experience. Exactly. No judgment. No judgment. But. No, but I, that's what I say. I agree with you, but I just look at it a bit differently, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas, instead of people are now doing it because we have more media that, um, you know, expresses these kinds of experiences, I feel like more people are vocal about their experiences because, because of, of the, the media. media. Gotcha. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I can, so I it, can see that. Like, yeah. they see it portrayed in media, yeah. therefore it's okay for me to, to talk about my talk experience. About it, as opposed right. to, like, sneaking around and doing it in the dark. Right. Kind gotcha. of how, like, you know, when addicts go to Like Kanye is doing right now with cocaine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, yes, but no, skeezes. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's always had a soft spot for white girl. Listen, bro, give me another one. Give me on, another one. Keep going. Keep going. When he get on, he leave your ass for a white when girl. When he's gonna slide in. <laughs> oh, son. Ah, he'll order rail. Deep God. slopes you're jumping off of, sir. I try to keep it granular. I like powder days myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Do you take credit? <laughs> no. Are we? Are we all? Are we all? All out of cocaine jokes? Yes. Yes, we're all done. right. All right. I think we're done with the cocaine jokes. <laughs> we have anything else we want to go on? No. We're just <laughs> gonna say that the fact that Kanye just snorting skis of lines allegedly. is not normal. Allegedly. Oh god. Allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't have lawyer money for that lawsuit. His PR how, definitely took the the definitely. Took how the many emails? <laughs> definitely how many emails is Lord Michael sending to Kanye's people trying to get him to host SNL or be a musical guest? Uh, I don't. I don't think many at this point. Right? I don't either. Like. You talk about unhinged. Like. <laughs> you want to have a train wreck on our show this week? Right. No, how about you? <laughs> right. No, I'm good. He said, like, oh, God, who is that fucking TV executive that went, like, fucking nuts and, like, locked himself in a hotel room for fucking months on end? That's a deep cut, I feel like, because this happened in, like, the fucking 40s. It's not Ted Turner, because Ted Turner was still alive for the longest time. Ted Turner's essentially still who doing built, that today, though. Who built the Spruce Goose? I don't know. Phil Spector killed, killed two people. Damn it. After I closed my computer, this it's, it's too long for the fucking joke. Yep, yeah, nope, fuck it. Nope, I don't even Over care. Over and done with. Yep. Although yep. I do love the meme that's going around the internet right now. It's um, from the Fairly Odd Parents, where like the dad is just going Dingleberg. Yeah. Okay, but it's they they colored in black and it just says Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Are there any oh meme, any old memes that you that you miss? There's actually a few. I miss John Cena memes. I was the, gonna ask. Those you, haven't died yet. You no. just can't see them. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Minus two. Well, <laughs> fucking done. Damn, you walked right into that. That was really well done. I guess it's because he couldn't see it. <laughs> any old memes that you that you miss? that you want to come back. I think I mentioned this earlier. I'm brain dead. I don't remember anything from the past. Any memes that you are currently really missing, Doc? Dude, okay, so I feel like the internet exists the same kind of way in my brain where it's like everything happens so fast on the internet that I don't... I have to see it again to remember it. Exactly. It's uh, like linear. Once it's in the past, it's yeah, gone. It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> That's how the internet works for me. Like, I saw a strong bad meme the other day, and I was like, oh my god, Homestar Runner was totally a fucking thing. Like, oh yeah. Well, yeah. I will say, I am still enjoying the Super Bowl memes. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> the pawn shop guys, where it's like, can I get a hologram Tupac? And it's like, best I can give you is upside down 50 Hold on. The pawn <laughs> Star memes are top tier yes. right now, so look, those are great. Every time I see this shit, I'm like, haha, well played, yes. sir. Well fucking played. I was gonna say, do you think Pete Davidson is really afraid that Kanye West is after him? No. Or do you think this is like, I, I'm kind of starting to feel like this is like some 5D chess shit right where like the PR team was like okay now Kim and Pete I want you guys to pretend like you're just trying to live a normal life right like you don't want to be that celebrity fame anymore Kim you're over it you've had enough Kanye's exasperating Kanye you've got that album coming out so I really want you to play up the the brokenness right like play up that like lost and forgotten because we want people to think that you've got something to say on this but like we all know Kim like she's not gonna be over it she's never over it she, she went to Donda she went to the Donda release party in a wedding dress oh, but now we're on Donda really? 2 yes no, now we're on Donda 2 so the first one right oh, that was PR 100% yeah, the first 100%. one right 
that whole remember he was throwing like that whole okay so I don't know no I don't remember because no, no, I no. don't follow okay him so let I me catch like you him. up real quick dun dun previously okay. <laughs> as a pop culture podcast we're kind of tied to Kanye Kanye was wandering that's around fair. that's yo, fair Kanye was wandering around the Atlanta Braves stadium in yeah. um, Family Opera style in, in a mad like <laughs> no stop but, no it was because he was wearing like a fucking like plain no face mask right like like at the super bowl um yes yes and uh he eventually when the album was being released he did like five uh exclusive listening party concerts Mm -hmm. and ken showed up to at least one of them in a wedding that was pr and this was but that is because she's an attention that's because she loves being in the public eye yeah. So that's why I totally feel like this is 5D chess for the release party. This was 6D chess. Kanye thought people was going to pay $200. This was 7D chess. I never truly have loved him to begin how with. Have you checked his album sales are yet? No, I have not. 7D chess. But now... We're I in can, the ninth dimension, motherfuckers. Right. 7D chess. Now Kanye I can totally play off of ninth. anything Kanye yes. does. Yes. For the rest of yes. my life. Yeah, Kanye regardless. doesn't believe in the reality that's actually happening no. around him. And that's what happens when you sniff pure Columbia. When you're mentally ill. And you have bipolar Skier. disorder. Yeah, yeah. You can't you can't stabilize yourself on your own. He so you might think, be So you think doing offers is gonna help you stabilize? <laughs> it's not. Y'all just keep going. I'll be back in a minute. You go up, but you're still off the deep end. No, always. He's always off the fucking deep end, and he ain't doing nothing with Julia Fox but just feeding those fucking deep ends, right? And now he's with some new chick that looked just like Kim. Just like her. And I'm like, you made Jesus walk, yo. <laughs> What are you doing? What are you doing? You may touch the sky. Like, what are you doing? My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is such an epic album, right? Like, I know, like, there's this weird, like, disconnect between, like, rock fans and, like, hip-hop fans as Mm -hmm. far as, like, production and stuff goes. Mm -hmm. But, like, Kanye really can, like, you know, play those piano, play those instruments, right? Like, Kanye really does have, like, a musical ear that I feel like is on par with like an Elton John, right? Um, but he's such a dick that nobody is going to give him, people are giving him the flowers that he deserves. The man is almost a billionaire through obscure reasons. Well, so people giving like, him that, that recognition is what keeps, it's what feeds him right. and keeps him going. I just feel like he would get away with the extravagance. If it wasn't for those meddling kids. <laughs> 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 Yo, if it wasn't for that manic, manic depression. <laughs> manic depression. Catching my soul. Because he would be just would like fucking Elton John, right? Yeah, if yeah, he absolutely. wasn't like a fucking yeah, if he was manic stable. maniac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much exactly, would you pay yes. to see him play? Who? Hendrix. Ooh. Ooh. That is a great question. Mm. This is a good question for both. I would pay at least eight hundred to see. Jimmy I was gonna Broadway say I'd probably pay about a grand. Yeah, I was thinking I'd probably pay a thousand to see Jimi Hendrix play. I'd I'd lowball it because money. But it's <laughs> <laughs> not like Mr. Krabs this entire episode. That's a Depression, my soul. Underrated vocalist. Eh. Jimmy. Jimmy. 
underrated vocalist. He had a finite range. Range, range. yeah, no. But she was very good at that finite range, but it was finite. About to 27. I mean, seven tabs. About to 27. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, about there. <laughs> wow, that was a dark Woo! Say seven tabs of acid will put you within <laughs> like a clear range of capability. He would wake up in the morning and take a shot yeah. of acid. Just saying, I've done like seven tabs of acid and it put me in no range anywhere. No? Except for deranged. Deranged Thank was you. the range. Yeah. I don't even want to know what Jimmy was thinking about while he was on stage strumming that fucking guitar away, right? Like, I'm just like, that, that man wasn't even at that concert. Nope, he wasn't there. <laughs> no. He got his body, but not anything else. Mm-hmm. There's a robot. There's a fucking robot. There's just pure muscle memory he right His brain had just turned on autopilot yeah. and left. Yep. That just goes to show how good of a guitar player he was that he could put it on autopilot. Thank you guys for paying me to do acid. Yeah. <laughs> some kind of way out of here. It is good. the joker right. to the thief. Oh, where's Jimmy go on the list? Ooh, that's definitely A tier. Right? I would say Jimmy is is probably, probably A tier, possibly S tier. I mean, he's arguably the greatest guitar. Who is the greatest? Your opinion, greatest guitar player of all time. Fuck if I know, don't put me on the spot like mm. this. You can just say the band if you don't know the individual guitar player. Oh, I can't. What is the greatest guitar you have ever heard played? You can even just name a song. Honestly, I love like Grateful Dead solos. Mm. That's fair, that's fair. I like beachy psychedelic rock too. I think Jimmy Page is the greatest guitar speed. player of all time. Despite so what Jimmy bad. Page believes. <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite rock quote legends is somebody went up to Jimmy Page and they were like, what's it like being the greatest guitar player of all time? And Jimmy Page was like, I don't know. Have you asked Prince? Oh. This is- Pretty bold when you're a guitar player on Led Zeppelin, right? Yes. Prince is also probably the only person who has literally fucked his guitar on stage, so... That's dedication. On video. On video. <laughs> I feel also, like so. I feel like if the Who ever had to follow yeah. Jimi Hendrix again, that wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility. Who's the one who pulled his dick out on stage? Wasn't that uh, the the door? Chili Pepper used to do entire concerts naked, except for a sock on their dick. Well, yeah, that's they because they had, did. Like, was that after the video? That, yeah. yeah. Was that after the video that they did where they were like naked the entire video? That was a Chili Pepper video, No, the Blink-182 yeah. yes, did that yes, also, was. where they were naked, like, running through. I think it was the What's My Age Again video, where they were naked, running through town, like, with something in front of their junk the whole time. Possibly. Yeah, I remember I that one, too. I totally remember that one, but... I took her out, it was a Friday night. We walk alone, I get the feeling right. Yeah. Started Wait, making say, out. Hold on, hold on. Off did, pants. Did, okay. Walk alone? Was it walk alone? No, it's wear cologne. Is it? What? That's such I work alone to get the feeling right. Huh? It's not I walk alone. It's I wear cologne. Damn. I wear cologne to get the affected. feeling right. <laughs> we started making out and she took off her pants and then I turned on the TV. It didn't sound right when I said it, but I was confident. Yeah. I mean, like, my confidence is 80%. Yeah. Right? See, <laughs> funny thing, in 
my favorite song, Stand Inside Your Love by the Smashing Pumpkins, to bring it all around, there's actually a line in that song that for the longest time I misheard. And my mishearing of it, I like better than the actual lyric. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Elaborate. What so at the ending, it, towards the end of the song, like the, the last quarter of the song, Billy says, um, I'll wrap my wire around your heart and your mind. What I heard is I'll wrap my world around your heart and your mind. And okay. it's the way that like he says it. Too. He's like, I'll wrap my wire around, like, I'll wrap my wire around your... So like, and I heard it and I'm like, you know what? It's way better the way I mishear it. It is way more poetic. Way more in your, poetic In your brain than they actually meant it. You're giving yes. them credit where credit is not due. Yes. Nope. Fuck you, Billy Corgan. <laughs> nope. Just hire Dan Glennon. He'll write your songs. Vote for Dan Glennon. He would too. <laughs> a vote for Dan Glennon is a vote for Dan Glennon. <laughs> that is a fact. <laughs> Go beyond. <laughs> Doc, is my <laughs> Doc, Doc, by the way, is my campaign manager. Oh, you're in on it. Listen. No, he he, he has done zero work. Um, I just want to know that he's going to go down with me if he goes no, down with no, the ship. No, no, no. So. This is totally off the books. Um, I have not. Like, Say it into the microphone. I, it's off the is, books. Say it into the microphone. This is totally off the books. I have not given any, like, You have no, say, say, you have no political affiliation with me whatsoever. I have... No political affiliation. <laughs> uh, Dan Glennon, but a vote for Dan Glennon is a vote for Dan Glennon. <laughs> and I have passed my vote for Dan Glennon. <laughs> you see that is that I, an official endorsement from the doc? I pulled a Marjorie Taylor Greene just now. A Marjorie yeah. the Gathering? I went to... <laughs> she went to a fucking white supremacist rally over the weekend and spoke with, like, the lead, like, uh, dude who was organizing it. It was uh, uh, America First, right? It was the America First uh, pack or whatever. Um, and after shaking hands with the dude on stage, she went and told a reporter, I've never seen that dude. I've never heard any of his speeches. I don't even know who he is. I just came here to talk to the youth tonight. And I was like, wow, son. <laughs> the complete and utter disconnect that they have. It's admirable, right? <laughs> Uh, it's some Jim Carrey liar, liar shit. Well, I just want to say that if you vote for Dan Glennon, that Dan Glennon would vote for Dan Glennon too. So, remember that. Dan Glennon plays Magic the Gathering and not Marjorie Taylor Greene. And I will take on Marjorie Taylor Greene in Magic the Gathering right now, URL <laughs> or IRL. <laughs> And Dude. you know what? Okay, that hold is a on. fact. You, know, I would, you like, can get in contact. Marjorie, get your people. I, I will pay. play you in Magic the Gathering. I, I will do it on Arena. I will do it on MTGO. I will do it at Token MTG in Edgewater, Maryland. That if you go onto their website and use the promo code Ziggy, you will get 10% off of their will, order. I will do it in a house. I will do it with a mouse. I will do it in a rain. I will do it in a train. I would pay $600 to watch you play Marjorie Taylor Green in Magic the Gathering. That's it. Marjorie, I'm calling you out. This whole shit. Look, look at As... Look at him redlining this whole shit. What does shit. that mean? Watch the mic go into the red. <laughs>
as a candidate for Anne Arundel County Democratic Central Committee District 32, seat one of four. I am calling you out, Marjorie Taylor Greene, in a game of Magic the Gathering. Your format, your choosing, I'm just gonna have to borrow cards. Have fun editing that. And on that, <laughs> it's almost midnight and I need to go home. <laughs> this has been Doc and Ziggy with the Flood and none of this is normal, guys. Fuck you, Marjorie Taylor Greene. See me on that, Squirrel. see me on that plane chase. Look, it's a flood! It's a flood! It's flooding! Get away! Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground! Open the floodgates! Oh. Wait, why can't we talk about <laughs> it? It is time to